Jackson Smith Show, greatest goddamn show on earth. How's everybody doing tonight? Fucking cold, dude. It's cold. What the hell's going on, man? So, uh, didn't do my show like on, uh, what was it? Monday? Just didn't have enough fucking material. And also, folks, like, I've been snowed in all goddamn week. It's been terrible. It's fucking snowmageddon. They supposed to do that here in fucking Mississippi. So all of a sudden, the snow hits me, and my dumb ass wasn't prepared for it. So my car, I got the worst car for this fucking bullshit. I got like a 25-year-old two-seater convertible, which is the last fucking thing you want in ice. So my car has been fucking snowed in for about a week. I'm sorry for my disheveled appearance. Haven't had a shower in like a fucking week. I'm disgusting. Ball smell. It's not good. It's a bad situation. Uh, luckily, had some dog food, had some cat food. So we feed the animals and uh, been melting bullet ice for the animals to drink. Luckily, I had some Diet Cokes in the fucking fridge for us. So hopefully, oh, nothing happened. So even though I left the fucking water running and shit, um, the fucking pipe still froze over. So I haven't had water in a goddamn week, which is why I haven't had a fucking shower in a week. So this sucks. Um, so that's why I look like this. Do the best I could with what I had to work with. What the fuck ever, what are you gonna do, right? Sucks to be me. So like I said, hopefully uh, the pipes will thaw to fucking morrow. I get my shower on, but until then, we're gonna hang out tonight. Got a good show, got a week's worth of shit to cover. For those of you who never watched the show before, uh, my name's Dusty, and I read the news at you very quickly and uh, try to make it as entertaining as possible. So thank you guys for joining us tonight. As always, you guys want to support the show, please consider supporting it on Patreon. Patreon.com for slash podcast. Link in the description of the video. Hey, don't Google it. Just follow the link in the video because it's an old Patreon. I don't use it anymore. I switched it uh, for reasons. So anyway, at 1482 a month. Plus, where we please do, I deserve it. We do a lot of good work here at the Human Society of Mississippi Animal Sanctuary. And also, Super Chats! Like Blood of the Show Super Chats. Please support the show through, through Super Chats. I read every single one of them during the show. No questions dodged. Every question answered. The more you donate, the more seriously I take your questions. So, buy my love. Super Chats! And uh, Dead Part. Tattoo E. My buddy E says, what's up, friend? What's up, E? How's it going, buddy? Good to see you tonight. Thanks for joining us. Uh, as always, we got 10 cats, which makes the show super exciting. Cause you never know what the fuck's going to happen. Could get my eyes clawed at any second. We'll see what happens. And Peter, $5 get in. Delusional QAnon people think Trump is coming back to power March 4th. Yep. When this fails, what dates do you think they will pull out of their asses? It March 5th, and then March 6th, then March 7th. It's always like 10 minutes away. It's like Jesus coming back. Trust us, dude. It's going to happen any fucking second. We're going to cover that a little bit. Got a very small Q section towards the end of the show. And Jane's Christmas, $5. Merry Christmas, James. And Todd Went, smell the balls. Yeah, take my money. I will. Take all your money. Take all your money. I need it, motherfuckers. I need all your money. And uh, God damn it, don't know what my hair is doing. Look at this shit. That's what happens when I take a fucking shower for a week. Whatever. It's all good. All right, let me see what you guys are saying in the chat. We'll go ahead and start the show. Got a big show for you guys tonight. Got a whole week's worth of shit to cover. We'll see how much we can get through. March 4th's going to be fun. It's going to be just like it was on January 20th. It's going to be like it was on November 3rd. You know, it's just the same thing over and over and over again. They never get tired of being fucking delusional. So, what you going to do? At least you got electricity. Yeah, man. Like, at least I got electricity and I got natural gas heat. So silver linings, able to stay a little bit warm, able to have internet. So I'm not complaining too much. Like, I've been pretty lucky in this whole fucking situation. Dusty Spotted Mexico, and then Blade the Dogs, I know, right? My dogs want to go to Mexico, dudes. Like, I'm a good doggy daddy, so I had to do it for them. But I just flew down there to escort them. I was coming right back to help my folks in Mississippi. Trust me, dudes. 
Have an honest face. Cold, wet, and flooded here in North Carolina. I know what the fuck's happening. It's almost like there's some kind of change in the climate for some reason. Don't know. It's a mystery. And uh, Did you Google search the secret meeting that changed hip-hop and destroyed a generation? What are your thoughts? I did Google that, and I read that, and it sounds like bullshit. Just to be quite honest, 100% honest with you, I don't believe it happened. But uh, good story. Cool story, bro. Still sexy, so does that. I appreciate it. Mm. Mm. Thanks to X minus T, uh, who sent me a nice razor thing to shave my face. I may shave my fucking face with uh, a hair clipper thing because uh, I'm poor. Um, but wait, wait. So thank you, X minus T. Appreciate that. Hero. All right, let's go ahead and get started with the show. We can move this over here so I can read what you guys are saying in case there's problems with the show. Hopefully, we won't get no frames drop. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Tom Crow. What's up, Tom Crow? If your price at risk of freezing, turn your faucet to light drizzle. I did it. I That's what I did. I turned it not into a light drizzle. It was like a medium fucking drizzle. And I woke up the next morning, and it still fucking was uh, frozen over. That's how cold it was here. So, uh, yeah, that didn't help. I appreciate the tip, but did not help me. Tom Crowell, but love you anyway. All right, let's go ahead and start the show out. So uh, we're going to start out talking about what happened in Texas. Texas froze over like hell. Because it is hell pretty much. So uh, guys might remember the Texas elected Dan Crenshaw. Cringiest motherfucker in all of the government. Now that, now that Trump's gone. And so uh, back when, when was this? Does it have a date on it? 9620. Couple months ago, he was making fun of California because California was having some rolling blackouts, and uh, so he's like, "Alexa, show me what happens when you let Democrats control your energy policy." That's right, people. It's only Democrats who are shitty when it comes to the electrical grid. Us here in Texas, we would never have problems with our electric. Hey, yeah, you did, you did, you did, motherfucker, you did, because your shit froze over, and uh, now. Uh, I guess most people have power now, but for a week, millions of people have been out without power. Had like, what, a dozen deaths in Texas. That's just been bad, y'all. I know Texas wasn't prepared for it. Texas is like, what the fuck? It ain't supposed to freeze. But apparently uh, El Paso is the only Texas city that is part of the Western Interconnect Power Grid. So the rest of the state has its own outdated power grid, thanks to officials trying to escape federal regulations. Thanks to them, 2.5 million Texans have no power. So what they did in Texas is, you know, they believe in, oh my God, government is evil. We can't join together as a people and do what's better for all of us. No, we have to be at the mercy of trillion-dollar corporations who could just uh, skate regulations and charge us whatever the fuck they want to charge us. So that's what happened. Um, Texas didn't put proper regulations on their uh, energy sectors and the private companies that run their energy grid. And so... Um, when you don't put proper, proper regulations on them, what they do is they cut every corner they can in order to maximize profits and uh, fuck over the customer base. And that's what they did. So they're like, this is Texas. We ain't got to spend no money on winterizing our goddamn electrical grid. It never gets cold here. And since there's no regulations that we have to, we ain't gonna. And so they didn't. And uh, yeah, climate change apparently is a thing that's happening. Um, you're like, oh, it, it's global warming. So it's not supposed to get cold. No, what happens is uh, global warming actually causes like the uh, jet streams and the Arctic air to push through places that normally wouldn't. And uh, we get shit like this happens. It fucking freezes. Like it hit here in Mississippi and it's bad, yo. And so, uh, yeah, thanks to the Republicans, the conservatives who don't give a shit about the actual customers. They're only looking out for the billionaire class. Uh, they didn't upgrade the electrical system. And yeah, a lot of Texans got fucked. Mostly poor people. 
because it always affects poor poor people and minorities worse than everybody else. They're the ones that always get fucked in this situation because why would you care about those people? They're the poors, right? Fuck them. And um, so this was like in Texas. This is what uh, conservatives will tell you that socialism looks like. Look, there's bread line. Socialism. No, this is capitalism, folks. This is what it's like in a capitalist society. Fucking sold out of goddamn everything, man. Even the fucking vegan food's gone. You know it's bad. Hell on earth. This would happen in Portland or any other cities. And if that would happen for anything other than like a climate change situation, they'd be like, oh my God, this is what socialism leads to. Nope. This is unfettered capitalism. And here you go. A friend in Southwestern Austin sends this video of a line outside a grocery store. Only 15 items allowed at checkout. Look at these poor people outside in the fucking cold waiting around the corner to get their 15 fucking items. Man, I'm glad I had some dog food. Hope these people don't have a lot of goddamn animals to take care of. How are you going to carry a bunch of dog food out on your back? So, yeah. They were not prepared, folks. Government failed them in every goddamn way. But the sad part is they're just going to elect the same motherfuckers again. You know, Texans. I feel bad for them. Well, a lot of them, but a lot, you know, Ted Cruz. We're going to talk about Ted Cruz later. They're just going to elect that motherfucker again. It's always the goddamn way, right? Uh, yeah, be sure to hit the like button. Help me out. The more likes, the better. Show me some love. And so the next thing you know. Uh, here you go. Oh, you already showed that. So the next thing you know is this one. Boom. Oh, yeah. So uh, heroes. This would normally be my hero section. The frontline workers. And I dealt with this myself. We were kind of running low on food. I was trying to get some pizza delivered here, and I couldn't because everybody was having pizza delivered. I feel sorry for the drivers and shit, but uh, this is a... Viewer Judy DeLuna submitted this photo uh, of a Domino's in San Antonio. She says they had a weekend's worth of food and it was gone in four hours. These are the essential workers that need recognition. Yeah, they're the ones that are going to get fucked over. Like they're making what? Probably $10 an hour at the most. They're the heroes that should be getting fucking hazard pay. Triple overtime for all the work they did. But nope, just wear them to the goddamn bone. Who gives a fuck, right? But I appreciate it. You guys are heroes. Kept a lot of people fed. I'm sure a lot of people were like me. Didn't prepare in time. Didn't have enough fucking food. And so uh, you guys were Johnny on the spot to help them out. But of course, the conservative, all the conservative outlets like Fox News and uh, Newsmax and even the governor of goddamn Texas are going out there lying, claiming that the problem with the electrical grid was... The Green New Deal, y'all, it's the liberals, y'all. We can't take responsibility for fucking anything. It's clearly our fault. Clearly it was deregulation. Clearly letting the corporations do whatever the fuck they want to do. But no, y'all, it was the Green New Deal, which hasn't even been implemented yet in any goddamn way. They were trying to blame it on fucking windmills. But 88% of Texas electricity is supplied by natural gas or coal power plants. Uh, Only a very small percentage, like 10, 12%, is windmills. And, uh, yeah, so this was this uh, this brain fart that's been put out repeatedly by conservative new media, news media and pundits uh, was debunked pretty much immediately. No. Frozen wind turbines aren't the main culprit for Texas power outages. Yeah, there were some uh, frozen windmills because they didn't winterize them. They work in all other goddamn climates where they're cold, uh, these windmills, because they actually put the money in to winterize them. But why would these billion-dollar, trillion-dollar corporations actually put a few dollars in to make sure 
their grids work. Um, nah, fuck y'all, right? So they're going to blame it on the goddamn windmills when that really wasn't the fucking problem. Like I said, they work fine in Wisconsin. Cold as fuck in Wisconsin all the goddamn time. Why is that? Because uh, they winterize them. They have sensors in there that tell when they get cold. They have ice on them, and they fucking have heaters that cut on and heat them up. But it costs a little extra money, you know, a few extra dollars. So if there's no government regulations, why would you do that? They wouldn't. So that's the situation that's going on in Texas. You get the government you deserve, sort of. I feel sorry for all the people that didn't vote for that fucking guy. I feel sorry for all you have anyway. Like, uh, even if you voted for the government, you're stupid. You voted for all these conservatives. You're ignorant. You're voting against your own best interest, and it's coming back to bite you in the ass. I feel bad for you, but I feel less bad for you than I do for all the people in Texas that didn't vote for this shit. But, uh, yeah, of course, Fox News going out there just lying their fucking ass off. They can't put the blame where the blame lies on the conservatives, on deregulation, on unfettered capitalism. So you got to blame windmills and the Green New Deal. So, unbeknownst to most people, the Green New Deal came to Texas. No, it the didn't. The power grid in the state became no, total. No, no, it hasn't been implemented in any fucking way yet. There is no Green New Deal, okay? Yeah, there's some windmills. You know why? Because uh, watt per watt, it's actually becoming more financially uh, feasible to have renewable energy. It actually competes really well and actually, in some cases, cheaper than coal and gas. That's why. It's just capitalism came to fucking Texas as it is known to do across this country. And uh, what you're, what's capitalism, you're now calling the Green New Deal because you don't want to take responsibility for who's actually at fault here, which is you and your cronies. Watermelon head, motherfucker. Came to Texas, the power grid in the state became totally reliant on windmills. No, it didn't. Then it got cold and the windmills broke because that's what happens in the Green New Deal. You're without no. power. Millions. No, 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 no. In the Green New Deal, you just fucking winterize your windmills like they do in every cold climate. And it works. It works. It only doesn't work in an incredibly capitalistic society that doesn't give a shit about that. That's trying to cut corners and save every penny. That's the fucking truth. God damn it. All right. I'm sorry. I'm a little excited. Whew. I missed you guys. It's been a week since I've done this. Let's continue. Bills broke because that's what happens in the Green New Deal. You're without power. Millions are still without power tonight. Several has di have died. Now, the mm -hmm. same energy policies that have wrecked Texas this week are going nationwide. They're coming to your state. No, the energy policies were the fucking deregulation. That has nothing to do with it. The Green New Deal will be heavily regulated to make sure this shit doesn't happen. That's the fucking point of it all. God damn it. So anyway, they weren't the only uh, news organization uh, or the news programs to uh, spread this bullshit. Here's another Fox News program spreading this. And there's a lesson here. The lesson is we cannot go down this road, Laura, of green energy. Because yes, yes, we can. Green energy, good. Renewable energy, good, right? We don't have to fucking dig up old plants and shit that have turned to oil. We don't have to do that anymore. We have modern technology. Imagine hating liberals so much that you're willing not to even evolve society, to stay in the fucking past for fucking ever. It's just so fucking frustrating. And of course, uh, several other people were out there selling the same bullshit narrative, including the goddamn governor of Texas out there fucking lying about this bullshit, blaming windmills when it's your fault, motherfucker. Your fault for deregulating these billion dollar companies. What good is it? So this shows how the Green New Deal would be a deadly deal for the United States oh, of America. 
Texas is blessed with multiple sources of energy, such mm -hmm. as uh, natural gas and oil uh, and nuclear, as, as well as uh, solar and wind. Uh, but you saw from what Trace said, uh, and that is our wind and our solar got shut down, and, and they were... Uh, yeah, because you didn't want to rise it, because you didn't have regulations. Collectively, more than 10% of our power grid. Okay. And that, yeah, it's very small, right? 10%. What is the other 88%, motherfucker? Did those have problems with that being winterized too? Also, did they shut down also? Huh? Yeah, they did. Thrust Texas into a situation where it was lacking power in a statewide basis. Uh, that was power that was spread out by that ERCOT organization, organization that you were talking about. Yeah, an organization that he hired, a private organization that he fucking hired and could fire at any second. So once again, your fault. As a result, uh, it just shows uh, that fossil fuel is necessary uh, for the state of Texas. Yeah, for now. Until we transition away from it, it's necessary, you know, f f for the time being, but we can very rapidly get past this if we just winterize our shit like responsible goddamn adults. As well as other states to make sure that we were, will be able to heat our homes in the wintertime and cool our homes in the summer. So anyway, uh, yes. there's got to be better than this, Texas. Like, what the fuck? You, you, some of you deserve it. I'm sorry. Not everybody. Not everybody. But some of you for voting for this motherfucker. Eh, like a little bit and uh newsmax also on this narrative because like it, it's alternate reality all the time to them trump is still president there's no reason to ever accept what's actually going on in reality just make up your fucking on and conservatives will reward you for it well let's talk about another texan um congressman uh, dan crenshaw who did a very extensive thread yesterday on Twitter giving his perspective about what the root cause was, uh, whether it was 5% or 20%, whatever percentage it was of the over-reliance on wind power, it was a problem. Over-reliance, it's not an over-reliance, it's an under-reliance. It's just uh, an over-reliance on conservative politicians who will not regulate things properly because goddamn their billion billionaire donors might have to pay a couple extra dollars out of their pocket to fucking make sure the grid works properly during the climate change crisis. I mean, to him, it was because uh, the federal government was subsidizing wind mm -hmm. and they're, therefore um, under-investing in gas-powered energy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, our government's definitely under-investing in gas, isn't it? aren't they? No huge fucking subsidies all over the goddamn place for gas, which has been going on forever, right? Or why, did we, why did we go this route? Uh, you know, that it, it, it's because, um, and, and, and you look at also, I'm just going to say the elephant in the room. What, is this an example? What happened to global warming? Is it because they bought into the, the climate hoax of global warming that they didn't properly prepare and they allowed wind, which was not reliable under these circumstances? I guess maybe they don't understand global warming and the fact that global warming causes climate change and does cause things like the air currents from Antarctica to sweep through places they normally don't go and cause huge freezes, which is all part of the fucking climate change, global warming model. If you just look at it, you lying fucks. Uh, to, to become too great a factor in their energy. One thing that we know for sure, without question, is that fossil fuel gas powered energy actually works. And before- It didn't though. It didn't, you didn't want to rise it. It fucking didn't work. A whole huge section of it didn't fucking work. Why are you lying? We risk the lives of Americans yeah, in you did. green energy boondoggle. Oh, How about I making sure it. we've got enough? All right, enough of that. About to punch my TV. Speaking of which, I brought my other TV in here, so I actually got a better TV now.
I had another TV in my game room, so I stole it, brought it in here. I, you guys have watched the show last week. You know, my TV broke in here. So I got that taken care of, sort of. It's pretty awesome. I know you guys give a shit. So next up on Texas Ice. Oh, yeah, here's another one of these motherfuckers. Uh, one more, one example, one more example of them uh, selling this narrative that it was the windmills, y'all. It's the Green New Deal and fucking sustainable energy. That's the real problem, isn't it? Well, does, does AOC think we're stupid? Uh, I mean, yes. the bottom line is you had windmills that froze. We have windmills because of concepts and policies that come from the Green New Deal. And no, so the Green New Deal is not an implement yet. If you mean you have those because of climate change, then the answer is also no. That is not why you have them either. You have them because it's financially feasible. Dollar for dollar, it matches up very good to other types of energy, and it's just capitalism bringing that to your state. That's all it is. It'd be nice if you guys did that because of global warming, because of climate change, but you didn't. It's just fucking capitalism. So windmills don't work when they it's- They do, they work beautifully. When you actually winterize them. Freezing and solar panels don't work when it's really cloudy and snowy out. God we need fossil it. fuels. I'm, I'm, not, I'm all about saying, can we, can we make a transition That's to greener batteries. energies? Yes, but when windmills cause- Oops. Anyway. Solar panels don't work when it's really cloudy and snowy yeah, out. Your brain don't work, period. No matter what the temperature or the sunlight is like outside. And uh, so that, yeah, Mansfield. We're without fucking electricity, but uh, the usual suspects are out there lying about it. Lauren Bobbert, representative from Colorado, rolling blackouts from North Dakota to Texas have turned into lengthy power outages and freezing conditions. Biden needs to lift his oil and gas ban. What the fuck? He, what oil and gas ban? I think he banned a pipeline, but he ain't fucking banned no oil and gas. As we need reliable energy sources. Yeah, we have them. The Green New Deal was just proven unsustainable as renewables are clearly unreliable. No, no. Works everywhere else. That they actually went to rise that shit. All right, I'll skip that one. Fuck it. Let's move along. Um, so, uh, yeah. So this is what it's all about, folks. This is what happens when you have uh, private companies cutting every corner they can, not winterizing to make sure their customers actually have the power when they need it. Uh, so when the power goes out, they can fucking gouge you. What, this is my root plus from Friday. What? Why do they remove it? Anyway, let's see. Uh, basically, uh, she got her bill. And they charge her like $2,900 for two days or some shit. Look at this crazy ass shit. I'm sick. So, yeah. Anyway, I live in Texas and we've been so, so lucky and fortunate to have electricity uh, just about this whole entire time. However, let's check out that electricity bill. So here we're looking at Monday's usage. $900 and $90.44 for one day, which made our total almost $2,000 for an electric bill. This is our usage for Tuesday alone, $1,265.01. Bringing our total of what we owe our electric company, $3,194.12. This is Wednesday's usage alone, $1,005.64 just for one day which brought our grand total so far almost $5,000. Right, how, how can this be legal? How is this not price gouging during a goddamn emergency? So somebody down here explained it. 
Uh, I can unfortunately explain this. Texas has a deregulated power grid and generation. Unlike most states where energy providers are utilities, that being they are for profit but regulated by the government or municipal, Texas has dozens of these private entities not beholden to a regulator, but to a free market of competition. This woman lives in a part of Texas that the grid didn't collapse. But because there were natural gas shortages statewide, the free market cost of energy skyrocketed. Her provider had to buy something called spot energy, which is sold usually in small quantities to make up for slight demand deficits. But when electricity is super scarce and demand is through the roof, the spot energy market can increase by 10,000% in a matter of an hour. You thought the GameStop stomp run was big? Hell no. The spot market is a good thing for shared power grids and regulated municipal generators and distribution, but in deregulated Texas, your contract with your power provider acknowledges rates are dependent upon the price of energy in real time folks god damn it like i'm not even like a full-throated full-fledged socialist or anything but there absolutely are things that should be nationalized like electricity water shit like that internet all this stuff should be nationalized we should be combining our resources to take out the middleman in this pass the savings on to us pass regulations to make sure all this shit works and is modern and is delivered to the people when we need it Fuck every goddamn thing about the system. And yes, it was the conservatives, Texas politicians that brought you this fucking system. You can't blame it on goddamn windmills. I guess you can. But, and I guess it actually works. I was talking to my friend Steven. Uh, and we had this friend growing up. I don't name him, but he's like this military jarhead, really conservative guy. And he was talking about, uh, it's the windmills doing it. So yeah, ignorant dumbasses do buy this shit, unfortunately. They buy any narrative they're fed. They hate liberals so much. That they're willing to pay $5,000 for a week of electricity. They just admit, uh, yeah, this shit needs to be regulated. Billion dollar corporations do not have your best interest at heart. I don't even understand the thought process behind that. Makes no sense whatsoever. So, uh, I'll go ahead and skip past that one. And of course, uh, grifters like Tim Pool didn't waste any time using this tragedy to sell his giant buckets of disgusting food because uh even though he a millionaire even though he make it what mil a million a year probably easy off youtube still not enough greed he needs more beanies always gotta have more just don't know how these motherfuckers sleep at night but uh if you want to buy some disgusting food for incredibly high prices uh temple he'll hook you up he'll definitely take your money and, all right, well, that's my ice coverage, folks. So we're going to slide right into the next section. Well, let me see if I can go ahead and read the uh, Super Chats real quick if I got any. Then we'll slide into the next section. Super Chats! Go, Dusty! Go, Dusty! Go, Dusty! Go! Thank you, Max Carter and Bob Harkis. Five days without no power. Damn, I'm sorry. Still got no water? Me either. I feel you on that. But still alive. I'm happy you are. I'm happy to see you, Bob. And uh, glad to be watching the greatest show ever. Greg Abbott is a lion thief. I know. Get his ass out of there. And uh, E says, Texas, go figure. Close to fuck for sure. I know. Everything's bigger and better in Texas, isn't it? Nope. And Joe LaFaro, $50. Thank you, Joe. That's generous. Texas politicians are treating Texans like Governor Rick Schneider treated the people of Flint. I know, right? Gaslight you. Lie to you. So you'll keep electing them and the same shit will keep happening to you. Uh, Sisyphin Task, we found us. Thank you, Sisyphin. Appreciate that. And uh, Daddy Nerdick, what's up, Daddy? The Dusty Show. Yeah, buddy, riding high, ready to laugh and cry at the same time. Yep, kind of have to laugh at a lot of this shit so you don't cry. 
Let's go! We got one in Catalina. What's up, Catalina? Good to see you. I am drinking the death of Rush Limbaugh. If there is a hell, he is in it. Unfortunately, I don't think there is, but uh, we're going to roast the fuck out of him. Used to be my childhood hero. True story. We're going to talk about that. I'll save it. Dustin Williams. Cool name. 499. Thank you, Dustin. Sisyphine Tess. Another $5. Thank you. Appreciate that. You're awesome. And Selena. Selena. I feel your pain here in Dallas. I had more power. For four nights of subsequent attempts, I didn't get any invites for Cancun vacation either. You're you're not rich enough for that, clearly. You're going to be part of the elite to be able to fly up to Cancun just because your power's out. Tom Carl. All right, I read that. Um, I want to go up in pool. I know, right? Me too. It must be not temple, right? Um, Progressive guy, $15 Australian, says, uh, must be a huge blizzard you guys are having there. i never seen snow before because I ain't from Australia. Hell, man, they got snow over in Saudi Arabia now. I'm going to show you. It's some crazy-ass shit. But, uh, yeah, we're not used to that here in Mississippi. It's definitely cold as fuck, man. I'm not happy. And Joe Rogan, looking like a real clown. We're going to dunk on Joe Rogan a little bit. Not a whole lot of Joe Rogan dunking, but I got a little section on Joe Rogan we're going to talk about. So we'll get there. All right. Let's get on with the show. We're already 30 minutes in. we got to move along. Now we're going to talk about fucking Lion Ted Cruz, Raphael Ted Cruz is his name. So uh, Ted Cruz was also one of the people who was dunking on California because California sent out this tweet back in August 18th of 2020 that said, we must do our part to conserve energy through 10 p.m., you know, like an adult. Turn off unnecessary lights. Good. Avoid using major appliances. Good. Set thermostat to 78 or higher. Good. Get more energy info at energy conservation. So all good adult things to do. And of course, Ted Cruz got a dunk on him because he's not really a congressman. He's more of a troll. That's what conservative congressmen are these days. They don't really work for the people. They just work for uh, the culture war. And uh, he like, California is now unable to perform even basic functions of civilization, like having reliable electricity. Oh, snap. Owned yourself. Biden, Harris, AOC. Yeah, fear. Got to spread fear all the time. Want to make CA's failed energy policy the standard nationwide better than your energy policy, motherfucker. Right? Did people die in California? Because they didn't have it. They might have. I don't know. But people definitely died in your state, motherfucker. Hope you don't like air conditioning. Yeah, hope you don't like heat, motherfuckers. During freezing temperatures, that's what you get under lying fucking Ted Cruz. So, uh, then he got dunked on to hell and back for that. So he came out and said, hey, look, dudes, I'm a douche. I got no defense. I shouldn't have done that. Now I look stupid. Yeah, you do. You look stupid. At least he admitted it. But, uh, fuck you, Ted Cruz. And then this dumb motherfucker, like, how stupid can you be? So they got the text. Uh, his dumbass wife was sending text out to her friends talking about, hey, we're fucking freezing. Our house is cold. We ain't got no electricity. We're going to all fly to Cancun to get warm. Inviting all their friends to go with them. They was going to have a big old fucking vacation, a five-day vacation. We got all the tweets. Not tweets. We got all the private messages. Their friends ratted them out. Sent their text out. We know. We know what you motherfuckers was up to. So even though he just got dunked on, and said, I got no excuse. This motherfucker decides to take him and his family to goddamn Cancun. Abandon all his constituents in Texas. People that rely on him, need him. People that pay his salaries. The people he works for is supposed to help. Nah, he abandons them. Gets on a goddamn plane to Cancun. Here's his gut. Just confirmed. 
Senator Ted Cruz and his family flew to Cancun tonight for a few days at a resort they visited before. Yeah, $300 a night. Cruz seems to believe there isn't much for him to do in Texas for the millions of fellow Texans who remain without electricity, water, and are literally freezing. Yep. Confirmed. He did it. You got caught, man. Of course, imagine the thought process behind this. He knows that no one is ever going to hold him accountable for anything. He knows they're still going to fucking elect him. So he knows he can abandon you stupid motherfuckers and go to Cancun with his family, like like the elite. You know, like Marie Antoinette, let them eat cake motherfucking type shit. And he'll still get supported. All he has to do is come back and lie. Because conservatives want to be lied to, and that's what he did. He came right back. Well, first, he left his poodle behind. Literally, this guy, he's just a professional troll. They're no longer politicians. They're just trolls now. Literally named his poodle Snowflake. Here's poor fucking Snowflake. Like, home alone type bullshit. Take me with you. It's cold in that house. That's why you left. Why you leave your fucking poodle? What's wrong with you, Ted Cruz? God damn it. Ridiculous. So then... He gets on the plane. As soon as he gets on the plane, he starts reading his tweets and shit. They got footage of him. Look, you can see him. Starts reading the tweets, dunking on him, talking about what a shithead he is for going to Cancun and abandoning him, abandoning his uh, fellow Texans, who he's supposed to represent and he's supposed to help. He reading it. Yeah. Scrolling through. Oh, And he's like, oh, shit. I, I might have fucked up here. Somebody actually going to hold me accountable? For better than all of them, yeah, motherfucker, somebody got to hold you accountable. So he gets over there. He was planning on staying five days at a fancy resort and having a vacation. And uh, gets dunked on the hell and back on Twitter. And so he's like, oh, my God, I need to book another flight immediately and come back. So he comes back. And the first thing he does is blame everything on his daughters. Throws his fucking daughters under the bus. And look how he, first, look how he frames this. It came out later that he was actually planning on staying uh, five days having a whole huge vacation. But when he first got back, he trying to spin it like, nah, I'm just the best dad ever. I went down there to chaperone my daughters and make sure they got there safe and came right back. Yeah, just lying ass Ted Cruz. Look at this fucking weasel. Yesterday, my daughters asked if they could take a trip with some... Lie! We got the fucking text! It was your wife! You and your wife talking about it! Now he gonna blame his daughters. I was just trying to be good, Dad. Nope, we know you a lying motherfucker. And, uh, yesterday, my daughters asked if they could take a trip with some friends. And Heidi and I agreed, so I flew down with them last night. Uh, dropped them off here, and now I'm headed back to Texas. And back to continuing to work to try to get the power on what's happening in Texas. Yeah, I just flew down to drop him off like a good dad. I'm right back to help the power get on. Nope, you lying. You a liar. So then it came out. The airlines ratted him out. Said, no, motherfucker. You just booked a flight immediately after you got caught out for this shit. You were actually supposed to come back on Sunday and stay the whole week. And so he got busted. He had to try to admit it a little bit. But he's still trying to spin it. Cretin. Uh, our girl's ass said, look. School's been canceled for the week. Can, can, can we take a trip and, and go somewhere warm? And, and Heidi and I, as parents, we, we said, okay, sure. And so last night I flew down with them uh, to the beach, uh, and then I flew back this afternoon. I had initially planned to stay 
through the weekend uh -huh. and work remotely there. Uh, I plan to stay the weekend. I was going to work remotely, though. Yeah, from the beach. While other Texans suffered, I was going to fucking be on the phone every once in a while, sipping my ties on the beach. I'm a good fucking congressman. Don't blame me. But but as I as I was heading down there, I, you know, I started to have second thoughts. Bullshit! As I was heading down there, you mean ahead of time? You didn't think, oh my God, maybe I shouldn't go to fucking Cancun on vacation while people are fucking dying in my state? For lack of power. You didn't think about that ahead of time? You really didn't start thinking about it until you got on the plane? No, man, we saw you. You was on the fucking Twitter. You saw you was getting shit on, and then you was having your old shit moments. And you changed your plans! Spitting fuck. But as I, as I was heading down there, I, you know, I started to have second thoughts almost immediately because the crisis here in Texas, you need to be here on the ground. And as much as you can do by phone and Zoom, it, it's not the same as being here. And so I returned this afternoon and I'm here working to make sure to do everything we can to get the power turned on, but also fundamentally to ask the questions, why did this happen? Uh, uh, it, it happened because you guys deregulated the energy sector and did not make them properly winterize their shit. We already know what happened, motherfucker. And so uh, next up, uh, yeah, still lying, still lying. We're going to show one more. Flying Ted, Lion Ted. Let's listen to him try to weasel out of this shit. We left yesterday. The plan had been to stay through the weekend with the family. At least he's admitting it a little bit. He got caught out, so he got to admit that now. Um, that, that, that was the plan. I started having second thoughts almost the moment I sat down no, on the plane. No, because... yeah, he's actually, that's right. I mean, he is telling the truth. The moment he sat down on the plane, he did start checking his Twitter, and he did start having second thoughts when he started reading all the fucking shit he was taking. So I guess that is true. On the one hand, all of us who are parents have a responsibility to take care of our kids, take care of our family. <laughs> he tried so hard to make it look like he's a good, he's such a good daddy. I did this because I'm a good daddy. Not because I'm a fucking rich piece of shit that don't give a fuck about anybody else but myself. It's because I'm a good old daddy. Nope. That's something Texans have been doing across the state. But I also have a responsibility that I take very seriously of, of <laughs> fighting for the state of Texas. Yeah, I took it so responsible. I took it so seriously that I fucking flew to Cancun, let you guys in the lurch. And, and, and frankly, leaving when so many Texans were hurting uh, didn't feel right. And you, Why'd you do it then? You did it! So I, I changed my return flight and, and, and flew back. Uh, on the first available flight I could take. I couldn't take a morning flight because... Uh... Uh, yeah, because you had a COVID test, whatever, fuck you. So anyway, uh, next thing you know, it's this whole thing so fucking stupid. Ben Shapiro out there defending him, of course. Why wouldn't Ben Shapiro defend the indefensible? Ben Shapiro's like, it's not a real-time crisis that Ted, the senator from Texas, can do anything about. Do they expect Ted to go out there? with like a blowtorch and start defrosting all of the pipelines? No, we expect him to be a leader, at least lead by example, but like he knows a lot of people. He's an influential person. He could uh, find out where the resources are needed and then contact the important rich people that he knows to help deliver those resources where they're necessary to help his constituency in Texas like he was fucking elected to do. You know, anything, literally anything, even just staying there to suffer with your people would be good. Even if you're not smart to even figure out a thing you can fucking do. But let's see, I wonder if, uh, I wonder if Benny Boy is, uh, I wonder if he's consistent on this issue. I wonder if he holds everybody to the same accountability that he's holding Ted to here. Um, no! Here 
he is, uh, dunking on goddamn Nancy Pelosi because she ate ice cream. Between Pelosi eating ice cream while people head to the bread lines and Pelosi getting a blow dry while business owners are barred from opening. She's definitely got a Marie Antoinette thing going on here. Yeah. Fucking Nancy Pelosi eating ice cream in her own fucking house makes her Marie Antoinette. But Ted Cruz finds a Cancun during a goddamn crisis where people are fucking dying and freezing to death in his home state. What's the big deal? What's he supposed to do? Is he supposed to have a blowtorch? Uh, it's fine, folks. Yeah. Just fucking beyond parody. These motherfuckers have no shame. Double standard every goddamn set of the way. Just hypocrites as most as it possibly fucking be. So, uh, and then of course, uh, big brain, Dinesh D'Souza, convicted felon, pardoned by Trump. What could Ted Cruz do? Anything, literally anything. If he were to, if he were here in Texas, I'm hard pressed to say, uh, I can say, we'll say in a minute. We'll show what Beto O'Rourke did and uh, we'll show what AOC did. Actual leaders. If he's in Cancun, that means he's not using up valuable resources of energy, food, and water that can now be used by someone else. This is such a stupid... <laughs> oh, God damn it. This is probably the best thing he could do for the state right now. I mean, uh, if he stayed gone forever, that's probably the best thing he could do for the state. If he resigned, that'd be the best thing he did for the state. But uh, no, if he's going to be a senator with power, he needs to stay and help his fucking people. They can just rationalize anything. Like, reality has no bearing on anything of these people, but, um, Chris Hayes had a nice segment. It's only a minute long, minute 17 long, where he fucking nails it to the goddamn wall. Do your thing, Chris. At some level, you can almost understand that from Ted Cruz's perspective, what exactly is the big deal? I mean, Ted Cruz sees his job as basically being a guy who records a podcast, goes on Fox News and tweets snarky jokes. And increasingly, that's what being a conservative politician is. It's a form of performative trolling. And what is he supposed to do about a frozen pipeline anyway? I get that it's bad optics for Ted Cruz to take his family on vacation to Cancun right now. It even sounds bad. But let's be real about this for just one second. This is one of the stupidest aspects of our politics. Like, what exactly? It's not a real-time crisis that Ted Cruz, the senator from Texas, can do anything about. Did they expect Ted to go there with, like, a blowtorch and start defrosting all of the pipelines just an amazingly revealing statement from a conservative professional talker about what conservatives think governing is like yeah what's he supposed to do senators have constituent services they have deep networks of powerful people they can liaison between different levels of government they can marshal resources they can highlight problems to federal officials there are a million things a senator can do in the middle of disaster if they don't know what to do just go door to door and check on people in a mask but none of that appears to interest a politician like Ted Cruz, who sees himself as basically Rush Limbaugh with the Senate office. Yep. They're just professional trolls. That's his job. Just to be a hateful piece of shit and then get rewarded for it by the other hateful pieces of shit that vote on him and love it. He makes them feel okay about them being horrible people. That's how it is in this goddamn country. That's what trash we fucking become. But... You want to know what you could have done? Uh, what Beto did. You could have actually been a fucking leader. As Ted Cruz jetted off to Cancun, Beto work organized wellness checks. They did over 300,000 phone calls calling old folks and the most vulnerable among us. You know, like responsible leaders would do to find out who needed fucking help. And then the people that needed help, they tried to get them fucking help. Because that's what you do when you're a goddamn leader. 
That's what you do when you're an empathetic human being. That's what you do when you actually want to help your constituents. It's not rocket science. Even AOC earned, uh, it was a million dollars when this was posted. I think it's two million now. AOC raised two million dollars for the people of Texas while Ted Cruz was rushing back to pretend like he was going to do shit. She ain't even from there. Do it more than goddamn you, because this is what real leadership looks like. Not just lip service. But like I said, the people of Texas will just elect him again. They'll elect that governor again. This is how brainwashed to vote against their own best interests they are. They will literally believe, oh, the problem was the windmills. That was the real fucking problem. It's the Green New Deal. That's how easy these people are to brainwash against their own best interests. But there's a lot of good dunking on Ted Cruz like this one. Two tickets to Cancun, please. Awesome scene. Sexy ass Billy Zane with his hair. Fake hair. He bought a shit. But you still sexy Billy Zane from Titanic where he grabs a little kid and pretends like it's his kid so he can get on the boat and live. And he's a bad guy, but he's kind of smart, in my opinion. At least he didn't fucking die like dumbass Leonardo DiCaprio. There's plenty of room on that goddamn big board for both of you, but Leo stays on the side and his body freezes up and he sinks and he fucking dies, but goddamn sexy-ass Billy Zane lives. So who's the smart guy in this movie? Spoiler alert, by the way, if you haven't seen that movie, fuck you, you should have saw it by now. And uh, yeah, I have a child. Yep, nailed him. That's exactly what it was fucking like. And uh, this one, um, another spoof of his speech. This was pretty funny. See if you can uh, see what they did here. See what they did there. So the question from the video on the cell phone was was whether the decision uh, to go was tone deaf. Look, it, it was obviously a mistake, and in hindsight, I, I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> in hindsight, there's some lessons you don't need to learn. This is as dumb as the woman putting Gorilla Girl in her hair, right? You don't have to learn that fucking lesson. You know that you're in a goddamn fucking emergency where people are freezing to death. You don't go to Cancun when you're a congressman. What the fuck? Looking great, Jack. Here's Johnny. And uh, one more, one more to dunk on Mr. Rafael Cruz. Um, so uh, one of his uh, communication directors put out this statement. And uh, before you goddamn say it, folks, this is a parody. Um, yes, yeah, Senator Cruz is in Cancun right now. Um, but, you know, here at his offices, we say big whoop. Senator Cruz deserves to relax, unwind, unplug, recharge you know like you would a power outlet um or his power grid's gonna go out and we can't be having that you know that's too important so he's got to take care of his lot which comes from the inside and um it's just like why can't he have his eat pray love moment like everybody else can it's just funny to me it's funny that whenever he's here in america and he's doing his little jokes on twitter everybody says go away ted we hate you but then when he goes away to cancun everybody says well where's ted why isn't he doing his little jokes on Twitter? Now, sometimes you just don't know what you got till it's gone. And that should be a lesson for the Americans um, wondering where Senator Ted Cruz is at this morning. Nailed it. Love her. She does some good parodies on the Twitter sphere. She's usually playing the wife of people that are involved in scandals and shit. So, uh, love her. And uh, that's my Ted Cruz section. Let's check the Super Chats. We'll get on to some Rush bashing. Boom, there we go. Boom, there we go. Uh, Linda Rockstrom. What's up, Linda? 
If you are the type who would buy Jim Becker's buckets of some standard food, you deserve to be a broke bloke. I know, right? Same for Tim Pool's buckets of trash. But still, they got to have a, I would say a soul. You know what I mean? Integrity. Not to keep grifting off people when you're already rich. And E, give me $20. E is the best. Pretend I said something relevant. You did. You said $20. It's the most relevant thing I heard all goddamn day. But I really babbled incoherently. Nah, not you, E. You the man. And Charles Gray became a member of the Dust Buddies. Welcome. If you guys want to cut Dust Buddy, it's $2.99 a month. You get customized emojis you can spam the chat with. Become one of the cool kids. Become a Dust Buddy. It's uh, like a little membership button over here somewhere. Somewhere. It, you'll, you'll figure it out. You'll work it out. My uh, Dust Buddies are smart. You got this. And, uh, that part says, you know what I mean about Tim Pool. He needs something in him. He's empty inside, crying for interval with Phil. Yeah, he is. He's a sad dude. Uh, I, I, I would say I feel bad for him, but I don't. He seems like a real awful human being. So maybe, uh, maybe he deserves to feel like a piece of shit. If you are a piece of shit. And uh, Proto Joe Rogan looking like a real clown. Already read that. Uh, all right, more super chats, please, if you're able. Let's see what the other chat has to say. Look at this one real quick. Dust Buddies rule! I know it, right? You guys are the best ever. And uh, Senator Olaf couldn't wait for summer. Yep. Dripping with sarcasm. I know she's funny. She got me. Yep, a lot of people think that's real, but I've been on the internet too long to believe that bullshit. I ain't gonna move on. Let's check the other shit. Let's check the... Uh... We're also on Twitch, folks. Twitch and Facebook. No one watches on there, but a few people. Uh, I am setting up my game room. People have asked me. I don't know why, but people want to watch me play games. Uh, I guess they watch other people play, and they're like, it would be entertaining to watch you, Dusty. And you're right, it would. If you're going to watch anybody else play games, it'd probably be more entertaining to watch me play than anybody else because uh, I'm better than they are. So I'm actually setting up my game room. We're working on it, folks. I'm actually working on doing more content. I know I say this all the fucking time, but I've been snowed in for a week. Give me a goddamn break. It's a work in progress. We're going to get it set up for you. Shapiro, yet another privilege shit. Yeah. Definitely is. Yeah, I got to catch Dusty. Good to have you, Lord Perkinson. Thanks for joining me. Uh, all right. Let's continue on. So, I talked about this a little bit. A little bit on my uh, Twitter. Growing up, folks, Rush Limbaugh was one of my heroes. True story. You know, I was a little uh, dumbass Christian kid, and he writes, and he has a radio broadcast that's basically on the level of a 12 to 15-year-old, like a dumb 12 to 15-year-old, which I was. So literally, when I was 12 years old, I was watching Rush Limbaugh. I was reading his books. He was a hero of mine. Um, and uh, I actually used to have dreams about going on his show and shit. And I have to, if I'm being honest, I have to admit that uh, one of the reasons that I'm like right now a modern day equivalent of a talk radio show host is because of both him and Alex Jones's influence. I've always wanted to do this. I wasn't able to do it for a long time. I had to like put all my uh, ducks in a row before I could get set up on a path to better do this, but now I'm doing it. I'm living my dream. And part of it was because of my uh, hero worship at a young age of Rush Limbaugh and uh, lucky news folks. Here's the lucky news. Um, apparently, uh, Lance Wallenau, uh cured Rush Limbaugh's lung cancer with prayer. Um, so, hooray, right? Father, in the name of Jesus, we take authority over that demon of cancer. We take authority over the death sentence that has been brought by hell on this man. 
Lord, he is summoning all the strength in his being to put on a, a bold face to serve your people. He wakes up every day just to serve, to edify, strengthen, and speak truth to his nation. Now, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that your powerful hand will come down. We bind that spirit of death, that cancer. Lord, we tear up that assignment right now in Jesus' name. We simply tear up the assignment that is against him, every curse, every vex spell that has been brought on him is broken by the blood of Jesus Christ. Lord, we wrap our arms around this man right now. You're moving, we're reversing the curse on Russia's body. So Father, we are in agreement right now that you're healing, you're giving life extension to Rush. That cancer has to back up in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father, for Rush. I thank you for Dan Bongino, that he is being healed right now and delivered. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Lord of all. You heard it there, folks. The cancer has no choice. In the name of Jesus, it has receded, and Rush has been cured. Hooray! Except, nah, nah. I started, yeah, Rush Limbaugh. Denied smoking risk in 2015. Smokers aren't killing nobody. Smoking ain't no big deal. Downplaying goddamn smoking. Yeah, he died of lung cancer. Dead. 70 years old. Dead. 70 pretty young, folks, to be honest with you. In my opinion. It's like, uh, I think the life expectancy is like 88. So that's like 18 years ahead of schedule for smokers. Your lungs rot out and you die brutally if you smoke. You shouldn't do that. I'm not talking about anybody specific or anything, but, you know. Anyway, uh, where was I? Oh, anyway, yeah, he did. Dead Rush Limbaugh, which is uh, good news because uh, he was bad. Yeah, he was bad. And um, so we're going to show you some clips. First off, uh <sighs> This is even hard to explain. Like, I don't even, I know what his point is. His point that is he, he's just a disgusting sack of shit. But you always have to hear this to believe it. Here's Rush Limbaugh talking about the evils of consent. Yes, folks. Sexual consent. Out of the rooms. You know what the magic word, the only thing that matters in American sexual mores today is one thing. You can do anything. The left will promote and understand and tolerate anything as long as there is one element. Do you know what it is? Consent. Good. If there is consent on both or all three or all four, however many are involved in the sex act, it's perfectly fine, whatever it is. But if the left ever senses and smells that there's no consent in part of the equation, then here come the rape police. Oh, my. Why would you call the rape police just because a rape occurred? Yeah, motherfucker. That's all we care about is consent. If you're an adult and you consent, you can do whatever the fuck you want to. Who gives a shit? What the fuck is your problem? But someone he's like, oh, man. Gays are bad, no matter if you're consenting or not. Oh, man, having three ways are bad, no matter if you consent or not. You're not allowed to do these things because it's immoral, no matter if you have consent or not. No, motherfucker, who gives a shit? Consent is the only thing that matters. It's hard to believe that anybody can make an argument otherwise. Just crazy as fuck. So, uh, while we dunking on Limbaugh, and uh, praise God for taking him so goddamn early. Here's a collection. 
six and a half, six minutes and five seconds of some of the dumb, horrible, evil shit Rush Limbaugh said and some of the conservatives who are mourning his death. One thing that always struck me about Rush Limbaugh, and I think he, in some ways, to his success, was that he meant it. When he said it, he meant it. Nigga with an A on the end. Well, I think I can now. You can't. Isn't that the point? No. Because it's not racist. Yes, That's the point. No. I could be talking about a male. I could be a Chinese male. A guy at the laundromat. He defended the traditions of this country, and he spoke for tens of millions of us. How many of you guys, in your own experience with women, have learned that no means yes if you know how to spot it. They didn't have time. They only had time to put Biden's name on these fake ballots and then feed them into the system. Dominion tabulators and that they did. They fed an equal number of votes for both Trump and Biden was spat out of the machine as a 26% lead for Biden. Meanwhile, Al Sharpton goes out the front door. Yes, I spoke a little Negro dialect there. I can do that when I uh, when I want to. In and out the front door. A very decent and nice person, by the way. I'm I'm sure others have said that, but it's true. Is the cute kid in the White House? No, 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 no. That's not the kid. That's that's the kid. What does it say about the college co-ed Susan Fluke, who goes before a congressional committee and essentially says that she must be paid to have sex. Okay, for those who don't remember the Susan Fluke story, basically she went before Congress and she asked for Congress to pay for birth control. You know, just like they pay for, uh, like, the insurance companies and stuff pay for Viagra and shit. They were literally just trying to pay for birth control. Look how this piece of scum frames this. Who goes before a congressional committee and essentially says that she must be paid to have sex. What does that make her? It makes her a slut, right? Makes her a prostitute. She wants to be paid to have sex. If we're going to have to pay for this, then we want something in return, Ms. Fluke. And that would be the videos of all this sex posted online so we can see. (laughs) Oh, my God. I really need a shower now, man. Oh, fuck. That is the slimiest shit I think I've ever fucking heard. Yes, Sandra Fluke. I call her Susan. I was close. You know, I think defines, defines him the most. He loved this country. He was a patriot. The coronavirus has been weaponized by the media and by opponents of Donald Trump as the latest weapon they might be able to use to get rid of him. Hospitals are not being overrun. Like you're being told. Uh, they call it sexual objectification, demeaning, not taking women seriously, but it's just the way of the world. Boys chase girls. But a tiny minority of these protesters, and undoubtedly including some Antifa Democrat-sponsored instigators, did decide to go to the Capitol to protest. This is an absolute gut punch to conservatives in America, to Republicans in America. You're a foreigner. Shut your mouth or get out. And if you come here illegally, you're going to jail. Political correct society is acting like some giant insults taking place by calling a bunch of people who are retards, retards. I've been for trannies for a long time. I, said, I don't know if you've heard otherwise. Feminism. 
was established so as to allow unattractive women easier access to the mainstream of society. It doesn't look like Michelle Obama follows her own nutritionary dietary advice. I'm trying to say that our first lady does not project the image of women that you might see on the cover of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. There are plenty of lard-ass women in politics, and they get a total pass on it. Look at this. I want body shame, but how can I not call him a fat-ass motherfucker when he says shit like that? Just no self-awareness whatsoever. He knows the double standard, though. He knows the double standard for men and women, which is part of the patriarchy, which is exactly what feminism is trying to address. Yet he calls them feminazis when they try to address the exact thing he's doing right the fuck there. But if you boiled it down, he cut through a lot of noise and went to an issue uh, beyond the back and forth that we cover every day. Here you have a black president trying to destroy a white policeman. The media has been very desirous that a black quarterback do well. Mm -hmm. We're interested in black coaches and black quarterbacks doing well. I think there is a little hope invested in McNabb, and he got a lot of credit for the performance of this team that he really didn't deserve. You put your kids on a school bus, you expect, you expect safety, but in Obama's America, the white kids now get beat up with the black kids cheering, yeah, right on, right on, right on. So David Patterson will become the Massa, yes. who gets to appoint whoever gets to take Massa's place. So for the first time in his life, Patterson's going to be a Massa. Those of us who have studied Kamala Harris, those of us who looked into her background, we know she's not African-American. She doesn't have slave blood. She's not down for the struggle. They have discovered that Obama does have slave blood. It's preposterous that Caucasians are blamed for slavery when they've done more to end it than any other race. If any race of people should not have guilt about slavery, it's Caucasians. Put it to you this way, the NFL all too often looks like a game between the Bloods and the Crips. The way this can all be worked out, Clyburn's new position driving Miss Nancy. In the end, Powell will vote for Obama. There's no doubt of it. The titular head of the Republican Party, the ideal model Republican, will vote for Obama. Melanin is thicker than water, folks. The salesperson obviously thought that the Oprah couldn't afford the, what is it, $38,100 bag. Maybe it's because the Oprah's fat. Well, that's another thing. How was the Oprah dressed? I mean, she didn't look like the Oprah, obviously. Was she wearing a jumpsuit with, uh, with, with tennis shoes, uh, maybe Air Jordans that were not laced up? I mean, who knows? Um, we've lost a, uh, a voice like no other and like there will never be again, and particularly at a time when we need a voice like his. If you walk up to the woman and say, would you please ask your breasts to stop staring at my eyes? So rest in piss, motherfuckers. This is the conservative heroes, folks. This is what you conservatives are all about. I mean, you're just, I hate to dehumanize, but God damn it. It's like, we're not even the same fucking species. How can you listen to that and think, yeah, there's my hero. But that's the kind of people they are, folks. Because when you're a piece of shit, you look to other pieces of shit to make you feel better about being a piece of shit yourself. It justifies it. It makes you feel okay with it. And Rush Limbaugh, had the same grift, even when I was a kid, even 30 years ago, that the anti-SJWs, the conservatives, the chuds still have today, where he purposely said things 
that he knew were going to be controversial. So when it upset people exactly like he meant to, he could play the victim and get more attention. It's the same exact grift all these motherfuckers still use today. Even people on the left still use this goddamn uh, regressive shit. So, yeah, he didn't breed, I guess. He had like five wives. No empathy. The good news is he's going to be hard to replace. They'll do it. They'll replace him with like 30 people, but it's going to be hard for any one person to replace the influence because he was a juggernaut. But uh, as the surf said, I'm not calling you the surf's Lance. Until you let that other guy out of your basement that you have chained and show him to us, you're not the surf. You're the surf. So the surf, Lance, says, uh, remembering Rush Limbaugh, he became a hit by saying things like feminism was established so that unattractive ugly brawls could have easy exit to the mainstream. I showed you that. A bunch of cows. Environmentalists were wacko tree huggers and unwanted callers were dispatched with caller aberrations, a vacuum cleaner sound followed by a scream. And then this is the... I, I couldn't find audio of this. But this did happen. Gays, he said, deserve their fate. Especially popular was his AIDS update, which maintained that gay men like to stimulate themselves with small rodents and that in a great number, they are reporting to hospital emergency rooms needing gerbils surgically removed from their rectums. The way not to get AIDS was simple, according to Limbaugh. Do not ask another man to bend over and make love at the exit point. And I actually looked up, could this possibly be true? Could this possibly have been on the fucking radio? unchecked, rewarded, and of course, it's America. Of course it was. He had segments. Uh, British political commentator Ash Shakur tweeted, in the 1980s, Rush Limbaugh hosted a regular radio segment called AIDS Updates, where he celebrated and mocked the deaths of gay and bisexual men. May the hatred he spread and life be buried with him. And yep, they fact-checked it. Limbaugh did in fact have a radio segment on a show in which he mocked people dying of AIDS. LGBTQ plus nation reported that author Zeev Chaffetz wrote about the segment in his book, Rush Limbaugh, An Army of One. A passage reads, He chastised militant homosexuals for their disrespectful behavior and shortly thereafter began broadcasting irreverent and tasteless AIDS update segment introduced by Dionne Warwick's I'll Never Love This Way Again. The Los Angeles Times published an article in 1998 about what was described as the popular feature of Limbaugh's show. The publication stated that Limbaugh even said gays deserve their fate. Additionally, per Snopes, Iowa newspaper Cedar Gazette reported in the 1990 that the segment played songs such as Back in the Saddle Again, Kiss Him Goodbye, I Know I'll Never Love This Way Again, and Looking for Love in All the Wrong Places. So yeah, just a piece of trash, folks. Like, how are how can you be conservative and just not be embarrassed to be a conservative? I know it's because they don't have the same set of morals and the same level of integrity. They don't really give a shit about other people the same way that uh, the left does. The left usually are lefties because they actually care about people. They want equality. They want to help people. And conservatives just don't feel that same thing. They don't have the same level of empathy. But man, I would just feel so disgusting to be connected in any way with conservatism. Because it's like the main fucking guy other than Trump and conservatism. So you got Trump and Limbaugh. These are your two dudes. How do you associate with that and sleep at night? 
Just amazing. And of course, Temple! Let's dunk on Temple one final time. Rush Limbaugh voicing himself in Family Guy was hilarious. Oh, God. Such cringe. Is it possible to be more cringe than Temple? And makes me hopeful. People can disagree and still work and live together. Yeah, it's just a disagreement, isn't it, folks? We just disagree with Rush. He was a cool guy. We just had basic disagreement. No. He was a fucking piece of trash that spread hatred, that spread lies, that spread propaganda that hurt our fucking country. No. It's not just simply about disagreement. It's about standing up against fucking evil, calling it out, not letting that shit go. So, uh, yeah, rip Rush. No, rest in piss, Rush. Fuck you, dude. I'm so glad I outgrew you. It wasn't hard because that shit is super fucking childish and it's no wonder so many conservatives loves you because it's a really childish fucking mindset. And that's my rush coverage, folks. Let's check the super chats and continue on with the show. Peter, Canadian $2, will there be a lineup to piss on Limbaugh's grave? I, I doubt he's going to have a, a public grave because that thing's going to be desecrated all over the place if he does. So, uh... We won't see that. And he, he says, I hope McConnell outdoes Rush in the ironic death department. If that ghoul dies, I feel better about the loss of RBG. Yeah, hopefully they'll all go. Hopefully he'll make up with uh, Trump and they'll all be on a plane together and have like uh, the day the music died situation. That'd be cool. And uh, Venu fan, Rush deserves every hell conceivable in every religion and atheism, and that's too good for him. He died on my birthday, which makes me feel special. You did it. I give you all the credit, Venu. Appreciate that. And Joseph Levine, my weekly kitty contribution. Appreciate that. Cats everywhere. Can I get a Chud Watch? Chud Watch! We're going to sing the Chud Watch song. So uh, prepare yourselves if you know the lyrics. All right. More Super Chats, please. Let's see what the other chat has to say real fast. Then we'll continue on with the show. Um, Cult of Dusty, you're gay. I know, right? Love the dick. Love the dick. I love all the dicks in my face and my mouth and my booty hole all the time. Give me your dick, Dylan Harris. You know you want to. And the cult of dusty, when it's a so stormy Mississippi, you know it's bad. I know, right? I saw snow. I was like, what the fuck? In the days? Jesus coming back any second now. I know it. Um, such a damn tool. True story. Empathy is everything. Yep. The entire basis of our moral code. And, uh, all right. Let's continue on with the show. Scoot over, thing. Go, goddammit, grab this fucking thing and move it. Before I become angry and then whine like a little bitch, all right? Next up, got a section I like to call. What the fuck? Graphics. Look at all these awesome graphics. Had that specially made for you guys. And first up on what the fuck? Another former hero of mine. Disappointment. So disappointed, Richard Dawkins. So poor Richard Dawkins. He used to be awesome. He taught me evolution, folks. They didn't teach me evolution in Mississippi. And the goddamn educational system here didn't even teach me that shit. But Richard Dawkins taught it to me, and I love him. I love you still, Richard Dawkins. Thank you for teaching me evolution. But I'm disappointed in what you've become. See, Richard Dawkins got called out for some of his bullshit, some of the stupid, ridiculous, dumbass shit he was saying. And um, instead of just owning up to it, he became an anti-SJW. Started talking about, oh, the wokes. Can't believe the left is calling me out of my bullshit. My ego just can't take it. So I have to pretend like there's some kind of conspiratorial force called cultural Marxism. Basically the Jordan Peterson bullshit. 
that's caused people to behave this way. But now, nah, motherfucker, they just calling you on your bullshit. So uh, here he is. Look at how stupid this shit is. So first off, he's giving a shout out to both Helen Pluckrose, who uh, shut ass Helen Pluckrose, who I've, I've had conversations with. Not a smart person. Just not. Sorry, Helen. You're not a smart person. You're dumb, in fact. But uh, she continues to harp on this uh, Marxist bullshit because that's where she gets attention. That's where her bread and butter is. And often grifters will just continue doing what gets them attention and makes them money. And uh, she's teamed up with James Lindsay, anti-Semitic, just complete piece of shit, James Lindsay. I'm going to show you. I already showed you guys before this stuff, but I'm going to show it to you again. So uh, these are people that Richard Dawkins is called heroes. And listen how stupid this shit is. Helen Pluckrose and James Lindsay, cynical theories, have done us a service. They sacrificed themselves to read, on behalf of the rest of us, the stupefyingly boring, pretentious, and deliberately unclear literature of postmodern meta-bullshit. Now we can get on with the real science. Yay, says Richard Dawkins. They've read all this shit for us, so we don't have to read it for ourselves. When did you become this fucking anti-intellectual, dude? Imagine me reading your book and telling people, hey, you don't have to read this book. Basically, Richard Dawkins says that uh, nothing created everything. That's what Richard Dawkins says. So obviously, that's bullshit. I've saved you from having to read that. You're welcome. Nah, that's not how shit works, dude. You should be encouraged to be able to reach it for themselves and make up their own mind. Not, not any, of any of this, what the fuck you're saying, dude. But yeah, let's remind you who James Lindsay is that you're endorsing. Anti-Semitism is on the rise again. Truly, wokeness contains left-wing anti-Semitism. Normal right-wing anti-Semitism is flared up because of conditions and identity politics. He's blaming Jews for anti-Semitism. This is like blaming a, a woman for being raped because of what she was wearing. Blaming black people because there's racists in the country. Extra right-wing anti-Semitism is arising because lots of progressive Jews are nonsensically woke. So he's had lots of tweets like this. This is who you're giving shout-outs to, Richard Dawkins. Please stop. Maybe, like, I don't want to do ageism, but maybe you're too old to be on Twitter or something now. Maybe you just need to give it a break, dude. You know, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become a villain. That's Richard Dawkins for you, dude. And. All right, we're going to show a little CC. You going to let me hold you for a second, CC? You got such pretty eyes. Nope, immediately. Immediately, no. Let me show you guys this before I go on the next one. I'm going to show you guys. Like, these cats act like they fucking hate my guts. Every time I get on the fucking air, they act like they hate me. But this is my every fucking day life. Every fucking day. As soon as I get off the goddamn air. There's six cats in my lap. This is my lap. I'm laying down on my bed right now. Six fucking cats. They all over me all goddamn day. There's like four of them right here in front of me. But when I try to pick them up and show them to you guys, they're like, no, daddy, why the fuck we let you hold us and show everybody? We hate you, assholes. You know you love me. Why are you even playing? All right. Just want to get that out of my system. So next up, this is another one that's hard to believe is fucking true, folks. This is literally a mayor in Colorado. Colorado City mayor. What in the goddamn hell? <laughs> he actually... I guess he Facebooked this out. No one owes you or your family anything, says the mayor. Nor is it the local government's responsibility to support you during trying times like this, says the mayor during freezing cold weather. People are dying. Sink or swim, it's your choice. The city and county, along with power providers or any other service, owes you nothing. I'm sick and tired of people looking for a damn handout. 
If you don't have electricity, you step up and come up with a game plan to keep your family warm and safe. If you have no water, you deal with out, I guess, it, and think outside of the box to survive and supply water to your family. If you are sitting at home in the cold because you have no power and are sitting there waiting for someone to come rescue you because you're lazy is a direct result of your raising. Only the strong will survive and the weak, misspelled, will perish. Folks, God has given us the tools to support ourselves in times like this. This is sadly a product of a socialist government where they feed people to believe that the few work and others will become dependent for handouts. Am I sorry that you have been dealing without electricity and water? Yes, but I'll be damned if I'm going to provide for anyone that is capable of doing it themselves. We have lost sight of those in need and those that take advantage of the system and mesh them into one group. Bottom line, quit crying and looking for a handout. Get off your ass and take care of your own family. Bottom line, don't be part of a problem. Be part of the solution. It's the fucking mayor. What the hell? God damn it. So, yeah, he uh, resigned. Obviously, he fucking resigned to this. Like, oh, my God, conservatives, they're just so fucking evil. Looking out for each other, especially when people are suffering without power, has nothing to do with socialism. It's basic empathy. Like, Christians are so unlike what they pretend to be. It's just insane. How do you sleep at night? I mean, I know he sleeps at night because he believes he's a good Christian man. He believes he's on the right side of history. He believes he's actually the good guy here. But are we the baddies? Yeah, you're the baddies, motherfucker. What was this guy's name? Let's get him. Uh, Tim Boyd. Yep, Colorado City Mayor Tim Boyd has resigned. Yeah, fuck you. <sighs> Miserable sons of fucks. And, uh, did you guys hear about Joss Whedon? I actually like some of Joss Whedon stuff, man. I watch every episode of Buffy. I saw the other one. Uh, I don't know. The one with the cabin. And he's done some Avenger shit, I think. All kinds of stuff. But apparently, uh, Colt Tadesi, it's Texas. What's Texas? Colorado City's in Texas? I thought Colorado City would be in Colorado. A am I dumb there? Uh, oh, it is. Colorado City, Texas. All right. Well, sorry about that. Well, that's confusing. Almost had me there, Colorado City, Texas. Good looking out over there. Got to correct my stupid ass. It literally says it right here. Dumb Dusty. Uh, anyway, uh, Josh Whedon, creep Josh Whedon. So apparently, uh, he, when he was on Buffy, he was pervert on all the women and shit, including Michelle Trachtenberg, who was like, I don't know, I remember that show. She was like, what, 14 or some shit? Says that Josh Whedon was not allowed to be alone with her on Buffy. And apparently the rest of them came out and uh, backed her up. And apparently other people said Josh Whedon was bragging about uh, all the women he makes cry and shit. Dude. Another example of live long enough to see yourself become a villain. I mean, I know it was a different time. And I know when men put in positions of power and they abuse their power and they start feeling like they're... Uh, invulnerable invincible like their shit don't stink they can do anything and probably a lot of women were attracted to him and gave in but not every woman was willing to give in to your advances so uh he creeped on them and 
Hate to hear that. Goddamn, Josh Whedon got me tooed. What the fuck? Oh, fuck, Josh Whedon is sick. I know, right? And, uh... Now time for some bad cop shit. Bad cop, bad cop. What you gonna do? But it's in the what the fuck segment. Because I only have two. And, uh... So, uh... I don't know if cops realize this, but... There's video of what you guys did. Here they just roll up on this guy, and then they appear just to start beating the shit out of him out of nowhere for no reason. Now, keep the video in mind, because I'm going to read you the report they put out, what they said happened before they realized there was video, and uh, I think they might be lying fucks. So, here we go. Wonderful Christmas time, simply having a wonderful Christmas time. This guy's just walking down, and here the cops come up. And uh, he's like, what do you want? And they're like uh, harassing him and he's got his hands in his pockets and they start pushing him and he's, and then they start punching him. Yeah, just out of nowhere, he didn't do anything. They start punching him in the stomach, in the face. They just start welling on this dude all over the place. He didn't do anything. It's on video, we saw it. So uh, yeah, let's read the report they put out about this. Hmm, I wonder if they're gonna be honest about what happened. Um. Uh, on 12-14-2020, at approximately 30 hours, while assigned to a directed patrol detail, Unit 806, and driving an unmarked unit, these officers responded to 1245 Madison Avenue to assist Unit 115 on a report of a suspicious person. These officers were wearing plain clothes and tactical vests with patches on the front and back marked police. While displaying our Patterson police badges, actually identifying ourselves as Patterson police officers. While on assignment, a male walked towards the officers, screaming profanities and acting belligerent, uh, causing a disturbance to the residents around the surrounding area. These officers ignored the male, who was later identified as Mr. Osma Alcidi. After a few moments, Mr. Alcidi then got closer to these officers. <laughs> Literally, you drove up on him and jumped out of your cars. And proceeded to get an aggressive fighting stance. He had his uh, hands in his pockets. By bleeding his body and clutching his fist. Mr. Alcidi proceeded to get closer to this rider and struck this rider with a closed fist about the chest area, causing this rider to stumble back. This officer then proceeded to strike Mr. Alcidi about his face area with a closed fist. At which point, Ms. Alcidia leaned in and grabbed onto the officer's vest and attempted to remove my police-issued radio from my pa- Just... You can't reform this, folks. They just lie. Nothing happens to them. They cover for each other. How much of this shit do I have to fucking cover? And uh, I'm going to skip this one. I had another one where police were caught again on goddamn radio talking about beating up Black Lives Matter supporters and gassing them and all kinds of horrible shit because they didn't know they were being recorded. And for every conversation that accidentally gets recorded like this, there's tens of thousands that don't. Just gives you a slight window into their mindset. We're going to skip over that. Larry Flint! Remember Larry Flint? Dead Larry Flint! This guy say rest in peace. He uh, had the like Playboy alternative. It was like more dirty than Playboy. Hustler! Remember Hustler? Used to whack off the hustler all the time. My daddy would leave his hustlers just lying right out in the closet and he'd go away and little 12 year old Dusty. Yes, I was 12 when I did a little beating off to Hustler Magazine. Don't leave your pornos out, folks, for your little 12 year old kids, but my daddy did it. Anyway, got shot a long time ago by a serial killer. Did you guys hear about that? Yeah, like a white supremacist serial killer who was uh, executed, paralyzed Larry Flint. And anyway, he was an interesting fella. Dead. 
Went the same week Rush Limbaugh went. Definitely a better dude than Rush Limbaugh. And uh, what the fuck? Here's a, another example of these rich motherfuckers. Do as I say, not as I do. Prince William warns. There are too many people in the world, y'all. Too many people. Why are you guys having so many kids? Don't you know there are too many people in the world? Says Prince William, who, uh, yeah, they're having a baby. Kate Middleton and Prince William are probably trying for baby number four. Yeah. It's okay if we have kids, folks. We're the elite. Like, why the, why the fuck do you people over there still have goddamn royalty? What is your problem? And I know most of their power is symbolic, but why do people have any power whatsoever based on bloodline still in 2021? Makes no fucking sense, this outdated garbage, dude. Get your shit together, England. And uh, next up on what the fuck? Boom. Oh, yeah, did you guys hear about this one? The world's most expensive pizza of all time. On May 27, 2010, Laszlo uh, Heineks spent 10,000 bitcoins on two Papa John's pizzas. Not even a good pizza, Papa John's. It was worth $41 then. These two pizzas, as of 9.30 Eastern this morning, are now worth $491 million. Good God, what is wrong with y'all? Now I feel bad for all the people that were telling me to buy Bitcoin. They were like, Dustin, you got to buy Bitcoin. Buy Bitcoin. Spend all your money on Bitcoin. And I was like, motherfucker, you stupid. That ain't even worth nothing. It's fake money. There's nothing behind it. You guys are just throwing your money away. I'm dumb. But hindsight's 2020, motherfuckers. Wish I'd have bought me some goddamn Bitcoins. I actually have, like, uh, a couple years ago, I bought some magical beans off the internet. Wink. And uh, I had to use Bitcoin. I had to buy some fucking Bitcoin to buy my magical beans off the internet. And uh, so I still have somewhere, like, uh, a remainder. Like, I, I bought $5 too many. Bitcoins. And so now I have $5 and now it's probably worth at least 50, at least 10 times that. So uh, I have to buy some more magical beans to my Bitcoin at some point. Papa John's undercooked. Don't! Don't support Papa John. You an ass. And uh, next up on what the fuck? Did you guys see this one? Capitalism at its finest, folks. And I'm actually sort of a capitalist a little bit. Like I'm not totally a socialist, but goddammit. Could we be any more ridiculous as a country? Cops block people from salvaging discarded food after a grocery store threw away thousands of perishable items. And this happens everywhere at all the stores. A Fred Meyer store in Portland, Oregon was forced to throw away perishable foods during a power outage caused by a snowstorm that swept the area. Look at all this fucking... Some locals gathered to try to take some of the food home, but within hours, police showed up reportedly to guard the dumpster. The police eventually left and people were seen continue to gather food into the night. Yeah, imagine sending cops out to stop people from getting food. Just the whole system is fucked, folks. How can we do worse than this? There are more empty houses than homeless people in this country. Like, I think capitalism is just a tool, just like socialism is, and could be regulated to have some benefits, but the current system is too fucked to save. Has to be rebuilt from the ground up, in my opinion. And uh, let's talk about this earlier, folks. Tell me climate change ain't real. It's snowing in Saudi Arabia. Go ahead. 
Yeah! What the fuck? These camels are pretty happy about it. They're like, we got all the goddamn time, finally! Finally, it's cool for a goddamn second! They're probably freaking out. They're probably like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck? I don't know. Maybe camel, camels are used to the heat and shit. Maybe they don't like it. I don't know. I am no camel expert, but it's snowing. I know that much. So crazy ass shit. And that's my what the fuck section. Let's check the super chats before we continue. On uh, 30 minutes left in the show. Rolling right along. Yep. All right. Nope. That ain't it. Boom. I did it. Yeah, cryptocurrency replaced the fiat system. The people will overcome. See, I know that cryptocurrency eventually replaced the fiat system, but what I thought was going to happen, I thought the government or the banks were going to create their own cryptocurrency. And so uh, why the fuck would you use Bitcoin when the government and uh, or whatever, banks or rich, whatever, they have their own cryptocurrency? That's what will become like the main source of money, right? That's what I thought, but nope. Dusty dumb. Denny Nernick, Dusty, how do you think I can keep sending you these super chats? They stack up, dude. Buy it now, BDC, to 100K by October. Yeah, but shit. I would only double my money, right? It's already 50K. That would only be a double my money if I put like a thousand. That's only 2,000 bucks. Like, uh, but what if it goes down and I lose my money? It's gambling, yo. Not much of a gambler. Don't know. Got to think about that. And uh, Israel Johnson gave me, Jason gave me $20. That is very generous. I'm going to take you very seriously right now, Israel Jason, because you're clearly a very handsome, sexy, and viral human being. Rush Lubaugh's book, The Way Things Ought to Be, with the first book I ever read, was the first book I ever read. By the time I finished it, I vowed never to call myself a conservative. It must have been older than I was. Or maybe not. Maybe you figured it out before I did. But when I was 12, 13, I was like, yeah, man, Rush Limbaugh's the shit. I want to go on his show. Why would he have a kid on his show? He don't have anybody on his show. Why would the fuck he have me on his show? But I was like dreaming about it, daydreaming. I was a stupid kid. And, uh, David George. Hey, Dusty. Hey, David. Longtime fan. Love your show. My, fan, my show loves you, man. Have you ever thought about doing an entire podcast on takes from chuds like Limbaugh or Ben Shapiro? Isn't that what my show already is? You mean an entire episode just on one person? Nah, man, like, I got ADHD. I got to, like, have 100 topics to blow through real quick. Or else I get bored. That's why I think this show is the best show in the fucking world, because I uh, I get busy. We keep the show moving along. But I appreciate that. Thank you, David. And Descartes walks into a bar. I know that I didn't pronounce that right, but close enough. You know who deserves a posthumous medal of honor? Me? James Earl Ray! We miss you, James. Godspeed, Rush Limbaugh. Oh, yeah, asshole, piece of shit. Yeah, I know James Earl assassinated Martin Luther King Jr. Probably working for the CIA. That's my guess. They try to kill him lots of times. Alright, let's see. K-Drew M says, I've been in the process of creating a card game. Would you be okay being a character on a card? Hell yeah, use me up, man. Everything I do is open source, public domain. That's what I'm all about. So use me all you want to. I have a Christian character I need a weakness for. All right, that sounds awesome. I like card games, trading card games. Send me that when you're done. All right, let's continue on the show. Let's do it. Got another 30 minutes to roll right through. And uh, Where are we at? Where are we at? Nope, that ain't it. That ain't it. I think we're on time. Uh, yeah, here we go. You guys ready? If you know the lyrics, sing along with me. Chud watch. 
Talking about Shud Watch. We talk about Shuds and make fun of them. Love it! First off on Chud Watch, Joe Rogan. Always got to be a snowflake and find something to bitch about. So apparently, uh, I guess in New York City, they're trying to promote the arts. All kinds of arts. And part of the arts is like dance, right? You know, like uh, comedy. That's part of the arts. Joe Rogan has probably no problem with him supporting that. But motherfuckers want to do some dance. And Joe Rogan like, why are you doing this? Why are you supporting dance? Because people like different things, Joe Rogan. Who gives a shit? They waste money on all kinds of shit. There's $500 toilet seats in the military. You ain't complaining about that. Who gives a shit? They spend a little money on some interpretive dance. So he like, how the fuck is this a real thing? They just dancing, Joe. They just dancing, man. Different strokes for different folks. What's the problem? Always got to whine about stupid shit. Joe Rogan. And next up. Oh, yeah, I like this meme, folks. It's not a new meme, I know. It's an old meme, but uh, I like this meme to make fun of conservatives who are really bad at comedy and think they're funny from the Joker. Let me show you the joke first. This is Lauren Chin. This art style just yelled at me for not having pronouns in my bio. What the fuck, dude? Conservatives are not funny. Stop telling jokes. It's always their one joke. It's always got to be something about trans people. <laughs> the art style is trans. It's so stupid. Why, conservatives? Conservatives are getting better at comedy. The land is getting nervous. And, uh, do you guys know they're canceling the presidents now, apparently? And, uh, I love the, uh, the slip of the tongue here. What is the word I'm looking for? The Freudian slip here, where he says, uh, if they. Start canceling American presidents. Next, they're going to go after Bible characters. I love how he calls the fictional characters in the Bible characters. He correctly names them as what they are. I tell you, if they start canceling these American presidents, they're going to come after Bible characters next. Yeah, you could. You could. Mark my words. Yeah. Wow. Mark yeah. my right? words. And really yeah, why are you doing that? Been going up to Bible characters forever. And I once again want to say, fuck all of you on the left who helped the right spread their narrative of cancel culture. God damn it. I knew they were going to weaponize it. It's everywhere these days. That's all they talk about. Every every word of their mouth is cancel culture. Everything's cancel culture to these motherfuckers. It's just a weapon. The culture war is all that matters to them. And it's just a, a tool that they use. The main tool now they use. And eventually it, it'll go uh, out of uh, favor. Just like calling people SJWs went out of favor and say, call, calling everything cancel culture will be out of favor in five years. So then they'll be talking about uh, woke tards. And I say that not to be ableist. I'm saying that to make fun of the other lefties out there who are using this kind of language. And they'll be talking about uh, gatekeepers. Uh, you know, the same exact thing the edgy boy leftists talk about. That's what the next level of culture war that the right overtakes and uses weapons will be. So uh, don't help them. That's the uh, lesson learned by that, in my opinion. And uh, yeah. Another one from the surf. Once again, not calling you the surf's Lance. Where is your partner? Show him to me! Um, clipped out possibly the most racist thing I've ever seen on Fox News. And this is saying something. Holy shit, next level racism. 
coming in legally and illegally as many third world immigrants of color as possible. Uh, both positions cannot be true. If right. Biden believes that, that black children are at risk of getting shot every time they step outside, we should not be bringing more black children into this country. This is an opportunity for Republicans, uh, Tucker, to call them out on this. Both positions together are disastrous when combined as a <laughs> What? <laughs> I would say mask off, but they never had the fucking mask on. But good God, y'all. What level does it have to reach before even conservatives are outraged by this racism? Never. Never. I love the surf, Lance. Yes. Lance is pretty cool. Although, I'm not going to say anything bad about Lance. I, uh, never mind. Uh, and next up. I think this is more, oh yeah, Fox News. <laughs> the solution is always the same to these people. In fact, when I was reading Rush Limbaugh at, at 12 years old, he was saying the exact same thing. It, the playbook has never fucking changed. Still the same. Now, instead of sending money to poor people, why not just more tax cuts for the rich? Why aren't Republicans saying, long run, this is a moment we should have lower taxes, not more spending? Yes. That would have a permanent positive effect we can have incentives let people keep their own money no it doesn't he's talking about tax cuts for the rich because the people that get the money that actually is a tax cut for like people like me i don't get the stimulus money at all it goes as a credit to my taxes because i have uh, tax issues we're not get into but it is a tax cut already the money we're getting for poor people so he's talking about more trickle-down economics that we know does not work. That's always their fucking solution. How about more permanent tax cuts for the rich? How about you go fuck yourself, dude? See right through that bullshit. Well, of course, I know, conservatives don't. Poor conservatives don't. They're always kind of gets into voting against their own best interest. Same as it's always been. And uh, speaking of conservative racism, just in your face. Ain't trying to hide it. Here's Nazi conservative, very popular conservative cartoonist. Stone Toss, a guy who Andy Nogo used it his, as his uh, background for a while. This is the kind of uh, shit that he's supporting. The guy's almost out of gas, going to run out of gas. And he's like, better stop for gas. And he looks and he's at Martin Luther King Drive and Malcolm X Street and he speeds it. <laughs> Get it? Going to run out of gas because don't want to stop in a black neighborhood because uh, you're racist. That's the whole joke. The whole joke is he's racist. Like, good God, y'all. Like, I actually live right off Martin Luther King Drive. And uh, it's fine. Like, literally never had a goddamn second worth of problem here. Yeah, I'm the only white person around here. Like, when I go to the local convenience store, the local gas station, always the only white person in there. And you know what happens? Nothing. They're actually, actually standouts. They're super nice to me. Always talking to me and very friendly. So, uh, oh, God damn it. Conservatism is so embarrassing. So racist. 2021, we're never going to move past this shit. And uh, one more from the surf. Lance from the surf. And apparently Milo. Milo Snuffleupagus got banned from free speech haven parlor. I thought they weren't supposed to fucking ban anybody over there on parlor. I thought parlor was where everybody went. All the conservatives went to make sure. The whole reason we're on parlor is because free speech. You can say whatever you want to, except you can't. It's just like anywhere else. There's actually fucking rules. They have to have rules. You can't just let fucking shit like, like Milo says, tomorrow I will post Ben Shapiro's cell phone number 
here and every day after that i'll post another trader's mobile phone number long live free speech banned conservatives are so full of shit it's no different no different than twitter can't say whatever you want and uh, next up it's just <laughs> they're beyond parody folks imagine being this yeah parlor's back up parlor got uh hosted by the same people that host um stormfront the most popular and famous white supremacy website in the world so i think it's also the same people that host gab so yeah they're they're, they're in good company uh but anyway number one news organization Number one, number one cable news network in America. For those of you in other countries who want to know how trash our society is, listen to this shit. And at the heart of this great American family is a love story. One man, one woman, and the fires of passion that changed the course of our history. Not since Anthony dined with Cleopatra in downtown Antioch, before they killed themselves, obviously, has a country witnessed a love story as moving and poignant as Jill and Joe's. No, ladies and gentlemen, Jill Biden is not Joe's caretaker. She isn't his nurse. She's his fully equal romantic partner. Together, they are like besotted teens. Yet at the same time, they are the wise and knowing parents of a nation. As a headline from Politico on Valentine's Day put it, quote, historians and relationship experts agree. The first couple's romantic gestures aren't just genuine, they're restorative. So it's official. The Biden's affection is totally real. It's in no way part of a slick PR campaign devised by cynical consultants determined to hide the president's senility by misdirection. <laughs> Not at all. Their love is as real as climate change. Just imagine being this much trash. And imagine saying this kind of shit with no hint of irony when we just had Trump and Melania, an obvious gold digger who only married him for his money, who hated him and couldn't stand him. And yet he's going to go ahead and shit on these people who... Clearly, look like they're in love with each other, have a great relationship. And even though I don't really care for Joe Biden all that much, I have a lot of things I would like to shit on him about. Um, their love seems real and legitimate, and it's actually uh, pretty sweet. But no, nope, gotta make fun of them for being in love, I guess, because that's news in America for some reason. God damn it. And uh, you, you know, you're a fucking ghoul. When you make um, Steve Bannon cringe, when you make him uncomfortable, you know you're one of the dregs of fucking humanity. So here is um, Rudy Giuliani telling a, uh, a story. He says it's a joke. It's not a joke about um, this very young golfer. And uh, this whoever posted this says he's talking about Rush Limbaugh, but I don't think he's talking about Rush Limbaugh. Uh, I think he's talking about Roger Ailes the president of Fox News. And so uh, watch this uncomfortable exchange on Steve Bannon's podcast. Do you have time for a funny story? Yeah, we got about a, we got about a minute. I get this one done in a minute. So every once in a while, I, used to always, I was always his partner. So we'd always ride together. He'd always, he always wanted me to drive because he wanted to be smoking cigars. So... One day we're driving and these paparazzi are driving us crazy. They're taking pictures, they're taking pictures, they're taking pictures. And he said, Giuliani, what did you do now? They're all following you around. You know how I hate pictures taken. I know you're famous, but damn, can't you tell them to stay away? And he's like growling. And I say, you just come up to the come up to the green with me. Come on, come on. So on the green is Michelle Williams. She's getting ready to putt. 
Now, Michelle Wee is gorgeous. She's six feet. And she has a strange putting stance. She bends all the way over. And her panties show. And the press was going crazy. It was. <laughs> it's like, sorry. He's already butt the bell of the conversation. He's sighing. Oh my God, dude. Shut the fuck up. What are you doing? What are you doing? Cringe. All right. And her panties show. And the press was going crazy. They were following her all around because they were trying to take pictures of her panties. I said, Roger, it's not me. It's not you. It's her panties. Is that okay to tell that joke? I'm not sure. <laughs> we already told it, so I don't, I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah. Go. Why do you have him on there, dude? I don't want to have that dude on there anymore. Cringe as fuck. I'm sure the whole press was sitting around worried about taking pictures of her fucking panties. Like they can't even post that shit in newspapers. They don't give a shit about that. What are you talking about, old man? It's gross. You know, he saw her panties and that's all he could fucking think about. You guys see this one? So, uh, it's pretty funny. All these conservative accounts keep popping up of uh, conservative minorities. And it's really hard to tell which ones are trolls and which ones are bots and shit. But, uh, Somebody saw this one and they pointed out, huh, this guy looks sort of familiar. He looks like, he, he looks like somebody, I, I can't quite put my finger, but he looks like a, a, a wet ass pussy or something. Uh, 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 yeah, it's Bitch Bureau. You guys just photoshopped Bitch Bureau for this fake ass account. And apparently this account has been uh, suspended, I guess because it was fake, but I was trying to look up to see. The kind of shit they were posting. It's all conservative bullshit, though. I could tell by the responses to people on it. But, yeah, that's just Benny Sapiro. You can see right through that shit. Yep, even the same shirt. Same jacket. You just put some kind of minority filter on that. You ain't fooling anybody. Xavier Arbuckle. Not even a real sign of name. And of course, got the Tree of Liberty. Has to be watered with blood. We got to kill people. Yep. It's not enough to be passively not communist. We must be actively anti-communist. Yeah. You guys are so transparent and pathetic. With your lying asses. And uh, next up, I want to chug watch. Oh, yeah. Jordan Peterson's new book's out. You guys going to buy up all the Jordan Peterson books immediately? Of course you are. Look how beautiful this book looks. Jordan P. B. B. Peterson. Beyond order. We must have order. Does anybody know more about order than the guy who got addicted to benzos and had to be put in a coma in a Russian hospital to keep himself from dying? Nobody knows more about order. So, uh, yeah. 12 more rules for life. Don't you guys want to take life advice from this guru? who literally seems to be the most miserable fucking person that ever existed. So miserable that he almost killed himself. And yeah, I agree with the uh, law boy. So Jordan Peterson wrote a book called 12 rules for life and then immediately got hooked on benzos and nearly died and then popped back up saying he's got 12 more rules laughing my ass off. Thanks bro. But I think I'm good. Yeah. Clean your room, motherfucker. No, thank you. But of course, conservatives don't give a shit. They'll buy that up. They'll still listen to him. It does not matter. Reality does not fucking matter. They want to be lied to. They want to be misled. They need a daddy figure because I guess their daddy didn't love them enough. Hey, my dad didn't love me enough either. I became my own daddy. 
that's pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. Jordan Peterson should try that shit. And Dominion, finally they suing. Paul Barrow impersonator. Mike Lindell. They sent him the, uh, I guess they sent him the paperwork. He's going to get sued in the goddamn ground. Cannot wait till Dominion owns the pillow company. That's going to be hilarious. And uh, did you guys hear about the FBI arresting all the Boogaloo boys? Yeah, about arresting Kentucky militia members connected with the Boogaloo boys. Federal agents on Thursday arrested two Kentucky men associated with the so-called Boogaloo boys, including one charged with crimes related to January 6th riot in Louisville, the Justice Department announced. Ha! I know you guys heard about all this on Jimmy Dore show, right? Didn't you? Didn't you hear about this on Jimmy? Didn't Jimmy Dore cover? He, he didn't? He didn't? He didn't? Well, um, hmm, that's odd. Seems, it seems like he would. He didn't. Uh, I'm shocked about that. Ooh, where you at, doorknobs? And uh, uh, I was going to dunk on TJ a little bit. Maybe I won't. Thought Slime was dunking on TJ because, like, guys, it's the same exact thing I was talking about with the Rush Limbaugh, these edgy boys. And TJ, God love him, dude. I mean, I know he's he's got 6,000 patrons. They're making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. So I know why he does the edgy boy shit because, you know, the low-level dipshits reward him for it continuously. So that him and Paul's ego, they constantly got to do this edgy boy shit to be contrarian, just to be contrarians. But, uh, God, you guys are almost 40. I, I guess I'm not going to say you're ever going to get over it because it's paying your bills and you don't really give a shit, but it's just cringe. Anyway, yeah, Thought Slime was dunking on him about it. And, uh, good. I'm going to skip it, though. And, uh, all right, that's my Chud Watch section. Got a real small, real small Trump section. We're going to roll through that real quick. I'm going to have to do some overtime, it looks like. I'm going to do some overtime, I guess. You guys want some overtime tonight? You guys got to reward me. Yeah, make sure you like the video, motherfuckers. Reward me for my overtime. All right, let's do a very small Trump section. So, uh, yeah, Trump had his, uh, remember the casino he bankrupted? Yeah, he got destroyed. Let's have a look. Just feels good. It's like the whole Trump presidency. Just collapse into the ground. Boom, boom, motherfuckers. There it goes. Love to see it. Yeah. Just like what he did to the United States economy. That's what he did to all his fucking businesses. Trump Plaza is in Atlanta. His city is imploded. Exploded everywhere. Good riddance. And then Trump, I'm not going to read you the whole thing. Then he threw a hissy pit at Mitch McConnell because Mitch McConnell uh, voted to acquit him. I guess you guys heard that uh, he was acquitted from being impeached. We already knew that was going to happen, so it's not really news. Literally, he could murder people. They did. They murdered a cop. He sent his uh, mob in to try to overthrow our democracy and install themselves as a dictator. They acquitted him anyway because conservatives really don't give a shit. It's all about power. Um but anyway, uh, Mitch McConnell said, yeah, Trump deserves some blame, even though I'm going to vote not to uh, not to uh, impeach him. And then he wrote this hissy fit letter, throwing McConnell to the bus, talking about what a shithead McConnell is, just whining his ass off. How is this not cancel culture? Why is it never cancel culture when they do it? Because it's, it's their fucking one-way narrative, like just like every fucking everything else. And uh, this was kind of a funny story. I don't know if you guys read this one or not. Thumbs up for OT. Thumbs up. Go for it. A GOP donor gave 2.5 million 
for a voter fraud investigation. Now he wants his money back. Yeah, too bad, motherfucker. A fool and his money is soon parted, and you was parted for years or so. He got cons into donating $2.5 million to try to find voter fraud to this certain company. And the whole article goes into it. I'm not going to read the article or anything. But now he's suing them because obviously they just took his fucking money and didn't provide any evidence because there was no evidence. It didn't fucking happen. You were just kind into believing this because you wanted to believe it because you're a fucking moron and now you're $2.5 million lighter. So uh, sucks to be you, dipshit. I love watching them fucking suffer. You guys should suffer. But think of how many people could have been helped with that money and say you just threw it in the fucking garbage for no goddamn reason. And, uh, all right, I think I'm going to save this for the next show. I'm going to do a new section called uh, Very Interesting. But I'm going to save that for the next show because uh, running out of time here. And I have a segment on Q I was going to do, but I'll save that to next time too. And uh, we're going to do that on Monday because Monday will be here in two days. And I don't need material for Monday anyway. So I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. What's about the flu season? Very interesting stats in the flu season. I'll give you guys a little uh, taste of it. I've been wondering for like a long time. Hey, since we're all social distancing and masking and shit um, to try to uh, stop COVID from spreading. Is that also going to lower flu deaths? You'll find out on Monday. Very interesting. So, uh. Let me check the super chats, and we're going to finish up the show with the Karen too much section, which probably will take about 20 minutes. I have a good bit of Karens to show you tonight. Don't want to leave you hanging. I know everybody loves the Karens. Let's check the super chats. Todd went overtime, deserves more money and more pay. I know, right? Gotta reward me for the overtime. Don't have it now. You do. Dust Buddies rule. Love you, Dustin. Let's play Among Us. I never played that game before, but uh, already. Todd Went is sus. Just going to say that. And uh, what's up, Dusty? What's up, Lane Diggity? How you doing? Good to see you tonight. Joe LaFaro, $3. What's up, Law? Love you. And uh, the new word is Wokes Code on the left. So annoying. Yep. They'll be using that, though. Like, Wokes Code after cancel culture. It's no longer the cool word. They'll be using Wokes Code. All the stupid words that you fucking lefties, you edgy boy lefties use to shit on other lefties who basically, basically you use that mostly for people to just call you on your bullshit. Uh, yeah, you're just helping the right. And I know you don't care because, like, you're very popular and you get supported for it. So just like the right, don't care, you don't care either. But fuck off with that. And Rush leads to meow mix now. I know. Meow, 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 meow. Fuck Rush. And uh, all right. More Super Chats to reward me for overtime. And now we're going to roll into overtime because uh, shit, you're caring to my. Oh, my God. The rarest skinny of them all. Is she going to let me hold her? Have you guys ever seen Panda? The most rare skitty in the history of this show. She is the one that almost never comes in here. Oh, she being a sweet girl. This was my pick. This is the first rescue I ever got. The one I specifically picked myself because I loved her coloring. And I've never been able to hold her for on the show because she doesn't really come in here. You being so sweet though right now, Miss Panda. Yeah. You're such a pretty girl. Yeah. I am so shocked right now. The rarest kitty of them all. Thank you for letting me hold you for a second, Miss Panda. Hell yeah! Got some special appearances tonight! That was awesome! Alright. What a way to kick off the Karen Too Much section. And uh, first off on the Karen section. So this happened a couple weeks ago. Uh, actually, it happened last week. And I didn't even show you guys this video. I was going to show it to you, but I didn't show it to you. 
Uh, but now there's an update on the whole situation. So I'm going to show you the video. So uh, apparently this guy was harassing this Asian woman for no reason. Scary. Like walking up on her and shit. And this is white privilege at its apex. He's telling her that no one is going to give a shit that he's harassing her because she's Asian. And yeah, I'm a white guy. You're just an Asian bitch. Who cares about you? No one cares about you. Look at the fucking privilege on this fucking prick. Can you just five, two steps away? You got me up against the car right now? Uh, yeah, you, no, you're, are, are you up against the car? Can you back away from me? I'm sorry. Are you up against the car? Do you see him harassing me right now? I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> no one's, no one's going to pay attention to you. You're, okay. you're, you're, because you're dumb and you're, you're a stupid, uh, blue Asian haired girl. Okay. Yeah. Hey. Fuck you. Are you okay with me? Fuck you. What? I was just, I was literally just standing here. Fuck you. Fuck you. You know, hey, I, I can record you, 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 you dumb bitch. I can record you too. I can record you. Hey, you see, you, you see how stupid you are? You guys walk out there. Hey, get the fuck out of here! idiot scary so uh yeah he just lost his job remix california realtor loses job after racist video harassing asian woman goes viral yeah name and shame works beautifully what was his name michael mike dawson recently fired so yeah beach city brokers got rid of his ass like no one's gonna care about you yeah they did we cared and you fired. No one cares about you, motherfucker. Here's the attention you ordered. And folks, warning ahead of time. The last video of tonight's Karen. Not this one. The last video is the wildest Karen video I have ever played on this fucking show. It's so wild. I'm going to give another warning before I play it. But just, it's coming. So just, holy, sh holy shit, literally. Um, but next up. This Karen, uh, apparently she owned the good, good drugs or something. And uh, she and, uh, what is that, a Popeye's or something? And she ain't wearing a mask, so they won't serve her. And uh, she ain't having it. She wants you to hand her chicken stack because she hungry. Don't cut the chocolate, bitch. Do it. Do it. Okay, bitch. What? Hey, man. What? You said it's funny. I'm hungry. Oh. I have a mask in the 
out of here, give me shit. Fuck you, Clint. You look at this shit. Look at the fucking back there. So fucking disgusting. <laughs> yeah, don't know what she's on, but she hungry. Better get her some chicken stat. Yeah, I guess that was KFC, not Popeyes. Whatever. Same shit. And speaking of chicken, this guy yelled at the camera. They won't serve me because I won't put a mask on. I love my family so much. I got to get food for them, but I don't love them enough to put a mask on, you dipshit. You don't eat them, motherfucker. People that are fucking afraid to live. <laughs> how can you afraid? How can you be afraid of something you cannot see? That makes no fucking sense. Okay, I bet you're afraid of God, aren't you? Can't see him. That makes no fucking sense. Yeah, I'm afraid of a lot of things I can't see. I'm afraid of all kinds of pathogens I can't see. The fuck are you talking about, dude? Children of God are not afraid. Fear is not of God. Thank you, brother. Fear is not of God. I swear to you. I swear to you. Fear is not of God. Clearly, you've never read the Bible. That motherfucker is terrifying. It specifically tells you you're supposed to have a fear of God over and over again. It draws it home. You might want to uh, brush up on your Bible there a little bit, dude. And uh, you guys see this one? It's a little bit of a long video, but we're in the overtime. It's worth it. So this woman, I guess she walks by some uh, Black Lives Matter protesters, and she decides to stop and say, all lives matter and uh this black girl ain't having it and uh this black girl just made the situation worse too but also this woman has a panic attack and a nervous breakdown at the same time so two people behaving poorly but it's entertaining so let's watch oh that so know that. when you're walking past a group of people that have been clearly saying black lives matter and you choose to say all lives matter and you know that it's a rebuttal so do you understand that black folks are underrepresented and oppressed oh you have an appointment that's super important becky but what you just did over there was racist and gross and i think it's time that you take a second and be introspective and realize that public racism is a privilege for you to be able to do that but you don't you didn't even allow them to just exist today without feeling that racism you insisted that those folks back there feel you didn't realize you just told me you knew it was a rebuttal to black lives matter i'm sorry i've had a hard day you i you had a hard day yeah, really? Had a very hard time for you the know? Last couple weeks. I don't actually I give a fuck because you're racist. I don't. Excuse your language. You are Shut fucking racist. Mouth. Shut your freaking mouth. You were just purposely you racist, and now you're out. playing the victim. Don't you dare use that language. Fuck you. Shut your freaking mouth. You were just purposely you racist, and now you you're playing the victim. Don't you dare use that language. Fuck you. Fuck you. you you're a bitch. Fuck you. You stupid bitch. You cunt fucking bitch! Your Shut mom is your a hoe! Fuck you! you yes. I know, what? it's really hard! What? It's really you fucking hard! It's so fucking hard! It's so fucking hard! White privilege! White privilege! 
You mean you're so privileged that you can yell racism at folks? You just walked by a group of folks and yelled racism? Is this your store? So am I. So am I. I'm a customer too, Becky. She's having a breakdown because she just got caught being racist. You probably shouldn't be racist anymore. You should probably check yourself. You racist ass bitch. You're fucking gross. They're asking you to leave. You're fucking. Oh, you're gonna keep her in here? No, I just want the situation to be Sure thing. Sure thing. You're fucking racist, bitch. And you guys are fucking entitling that bitch to her racism by kicking me out and letting her stay in here when she came in here fucking screaming like a psycho. You guys are allowing that racism to exist, and you guys calling the cops on me is some fucking racist ass bullshit. She came by and screamed racist ass shit at my people. So fuck you, those are my friends, and that racist ass bitch couldn't just keep her mouth shut. You should know, Becky. You should know, Becky. Racism isn't okay, 2021. You're gonna get called out for your racist ass Yeah, that was a bit much. Uh... Karen having a nervous breakdown. No, she's going to be all over the internet, but that woman wasn't helping. Chasing her dad. You can say a little bit, say your piece, and just go about your business. No reason, reason to push it to that level. But anyway, it was crazy. I'll give it that. And uh, oh God, oh God, folks. Uh, so uh, did you guys know that a dozen is 50? True story, apparently, according to this uh, math genius, Karen. So uh, this video has it all, folks. Uh, has a uh, a plus size lady who uh, wants fifty donuts and thinks a dozen is fifty. Cause why not? I need more. More No, a uh, dozen is 12, lady, not 50. God damn it. Who gets 50 donuts? And who thinks a dozen donuts is 50? Uh, you, don't need, you don't need 12 donuts, lady. Sorry, I don't mean to body shame, but a little bit like, dude, what the fuck? Might want to put the donuts down and take a math class or some shit. Just saying. And, uh, Jesse, this one, this one going viral everywhere today, all over the place. So uh, apparently, this uh, Professor Karen here, uh, who uh, I, I guess I won't talk about their parents. Anyway, um, so apparently, Professor Karen freaks out at a deaf student for not answering fast enough. I guess they're having some kind of teleconferencing now because of the pandemic. And uh, Professor Karen, not very sensitive to their uh, disabled. Is that the right word? Students, let's have a look. Her, Miss Salazar, I've been talking to you, Miss Salazar. Uh, I can hear you a little bit. You can hear me a little bit. Why didn't you answer all the times I answered? I spoke to you then. You know, thank you, thank I'm, you. Why don't you, you? Why don't you? Why don't we talk sometimes? Why don't you email me? We'll set up a live Zoom, and we're going to have some real communication at some point in time. Okay? Maybe you can have your counselor join us. Okay? Do you hear me? 
Okay, wonderful. Do that. Professor, she's actually hard of hearing, so her translator goes in a little bit late. She can't respond, like, right away. She's not paying attention. She's not trying. Are you her translator, Abigail? It's slower on her end because she needs to get it translated and then it goes to her. Yeah, so, uh, you're a dick, dude. She, uh, she deaf and got a translator. It takes her a while to get back to you because her translator got to tell her what you're saying. That's sort of how the whole thing works. So, uh, yeah, he on administrative leave. With pay, but they're probably gonna fire him. They're looking for a reason. Professor put on leave after a clip of Oxnard college class goes viral. So, uh, thoughts and prayers to you, dickhead. Might want to be a little bit more understanding if anybody hires you again ever, which they shouldn't. You stupid fuck. And uh, okay, all right, all right, folks. This is the last one. This is the uh, the last. Oh, this one was. This one was supposed to go on the Chud Watch. I'll save this one for the next show. Um, this is the last Karen video, folks. This is the last video I'm going to do in the night. Uh, we're 10 minutes in overtime. So, folks, this is a video that's two years old. I've never seen it before. It went viral again this week. This is the wildest Karen video I've ever seen, okay? Warning! This video literally contains shit. If you don't want to see this, I don't blame you. Turn away. If you want to leave right now, I understand. No hard feelings. But this is the craziest shit, no pun intended, that I have ever fucking seen in the Karen segment. This happened in 2018. If you've never seen this before, you have been warned. Okay? Don't don't ever say I did not warn you about this. So, here's the setup. This lady goes into this coffee shop, it looks like, or this diner or whatever, and she wants to use the bathroom. But they have had bad experiences with her in the past. And so they refuse her the key to the bathroom. This is the setup to this. Don't watch. So she's yelling at them, give me the key to the bathroom. And they're like, no, ma'am, we know you. You've done bad things in the past. We don't want you to go to the bathroom. So this shit literally is premeditated. So here she grabs her some napkins because she knows what she about to do. This nasty bitch. Sorry for saying the B word, but holy shit. And then, folks. Yeah, folks. Yeah, she pooping right there on the floor. She pooping on the floor. And then she throws it like a monkey. She throws it like a monkey. And then she wipes her dirty ass. And she throws that at him too, folks. What the goddamn hell is happening in this world? No, I am sorry for showing you that, folks, but I saw it and you had to, too. Hopefully you didn't watch it. Hopefully you just heard my voice describing it. So anyway, folks, craziest Karen ever in Vancouver, apparently. You Vancouver people, you nasty. You want some next fucking levels of nastiness, folks. So I apologize for that, folks, but not really. And uh, folks, that's my show. I have some material I'll play on Monday's show. We had a good run at it. Did about 15 minutes overtime. Let me check the chat. Wrap this shit up. So, uh, what the fuck? I know. Uh, like I said, I apologize. And, uh, 
We hit the fight if that happens. Yep, call the cops. Put her under the jail. You a nasty ass bitch. Yep, I don't like to say the B word, but uh, you gotta kind of say it in that <sighs> in that situation. Wow, sickening. I know, right? Monkey ass shit. Tell me evolution's not real. We are still fucking primates, basically, and uh, nice size logs. Yes, yes. Oh my god, that was crazy as fuck. Yes, I know, right? Great show. Appreciate it. Let me check the super chats and finish it up. Jason asked me $10. All I want is what everyone wants. Preferential treatment. Homer Simpson. Yeah, I know, right? White privilege is finest. Thank you, Jason. And Garvin. $763. Very generous. Let me take you so seriously. Overtime. Love it. Great show tonight, bro. Also, that last Karen, aka Becky Cutter, was insane. I know, right? Not as insane as the poop girl, but very insane nevertheless. Dan makes $2. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate that. Panda Kitty Bucks. Panda. Made a little cameo. Probably never see her again. Hope you guys got your feel. It was awesome. Thank you, Brian C. And uh, E says, I was gone for a minute. I was spanking it. Now I'm back. I don't blame you, man. I spanked it like four times during the show. I'm stealthy like Ninja Spank. Todd went. All right. I read that all. Read that all. All right. I did it all. I did it. We did it, folks. Another successful show for Dustin Smith. Gotta love it. What you guys send in the other chat real quick before I go. Let me check you out. If you guys want to follow me on the Twitch, I'm on the Twitch at twitch.tv front slash Dusty Smith. And I'm going to be doing gaming streams. Awesome gaming streams. Going to be doing some VR shit. For those of you who saw my old VR videos and want more, going to be more of that coming at you. Uh, all kinds of shit like that. And also... I'm going to be doing special patron videos. I finally got me a separate camera, separate from my webcam, so I can take another room and film the dogs and film some other stuff going on in there, and I'm going to have exclusive content on my patrons. So link in the description of the video, patreon.com for slash podcast. Support the show if you're able. Would be much appreciated. Love you guys for that. And you did it, best show on earth. Hell yeah, we did it. We made it together. It's a group effort. So folks, I will be back Monday. It's only like two and a half days away to be here before you know it. Hopefully, we can all stay warm. Hopefully, I will have a shower by then. God damn it. Hopefully, it'll warm up some and my pipes will unthaw. I can wash my stinking ass. And I am not into scat. Nope. I am not into scat. I do not like that. That's nasty. But uh, it was so crazy. I had to share it. Woohoo, my patron. Love you for that. Love you, Bangarang Rufio. Love all you guys. Glad to be back, folks. Going to be doing more content in the future. Going to try to do more shows with E says, great show. More religious bullshit. I will have a religious bullshit just for you. A section on Monday show. If I can find some stuff. You stink, Dusty. I know I'm the worst ever. Did they wash her hands before they rested her? I hope so. Don't touch her. That's for sure. Uh, keep your asses warm. I know, right? Why I don't blackout drinking tonight? What the fuck? I know, right? Should have got drunk for you game and watch tonight's show. All right, folks, be back Monday. Love the shit out of you as always. Sports show, if you're able to, hit the thumbs up, leave comments, share this video all over your social media or whatever. You know, do your thing. See you guys soon. Love the fuck out of you. Have a good weekend. As always, logic. Fuck yes. Good night, everybody. Time for some wobble wobble. Who's ready for the wobble wobble?